0: welcome back to the hive mind recap podcast 2023 has begun we're a few months late if you missed our update video uh shit happened basically whatever we're moving on we're actually talking about music now from the new year uh with that being said we have combined january and february into this single recap a because we are a few months behind and we need to catch up b which we'll get into later the early months of this year i general consensus i believe us all underwhelmed for the most part there were some exceptions
1: there are which we will
0: there are some exceptions and we will be talking about those exceptions later today uh but be sure to stick around as we talk around uh, all the singles and eps and albums that stuck out to us actually there's not a single ep in this uh, playlist um only albums (laughs) only albums justin derek jacob how are you guys feeling today Good to Feeling be back. What's been going on?
1: Yeah. I'm not sick anymore.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We'll Took to a while, it. but we made it. We made it.
1: I survived.
0: Love it. This is our first time recording an episode where no one's sick in like four months. Oh, so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just
1: fixed it.
0: <laughs> you did, Jinx. We're all. <laughs> Somebody's going to puke Gosh. by the end. <laughs> Damn it. My bad. What have you done? I started this podcast. Anyway, uh yeah. Since we've got a lot of time to catch up on like hey, let's talk about concerts. I have I have been to a concert. I went to a concert. Uh however, I'll be I'll be saving that one for the March recap when we get there. Any of you guys go to any concerts in uh January or February this year? I know Jacob you at least went to one.
1: I went to one in February. It was uh Garden and Sewer Person.
0: Still so and, uh,
1: yes. <laughs> and yeah, it was really fun. I I got to meet Garden and he knew who I was, which was kind of crazy. After I, after I t- I told him and explained him, it was like, "Wow, this is kind of crazy." <laughs> there were also some funny pictures of him reacting to that moment, so That
2: is this really cool. Pretty and cool. If if only one day. <laughs> Derek, we'll get his moment.
1: And it was the coldest day of the year, of course. So that was really fun. That
0: checks out. That checks out. You live <laughs> you, you live in Canada. Deserve.
1: Minus nineteen degrees plus wind chill. I don't know how
0: Jeez. gross. No Celsius. That? Celsius. That's still gross. I don't know what that do like <laughs> in Fahrenheit, but that's still disgusting.
1: But yeah, that that's that's it for uh, for beginning of the year. I've only only to that. No,
0: yeah, I
2: haven't gone anything luck. yet. Nothing's really stuck out for me yet this year. Like the only thing yeah, that I would really want to go
0: announcements, but
2: the only thing I would really want to go to is the Batman Sexy Stars era concert, and that sold out before I blinked. Yeah, I have,
1: way. I have like three concerts, like. The first weekend of May, or the first week of May, it's, like, Spirit Box, then Wage War, and then August Burns Red and The Devil Wars Prada. Like, oh, all man. within, like, five days. Jeez. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's absurd. That'll be fun to talk about, I'm sure, what it happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just going to be sitting here mauling. Which
1: concert did that. that happen at again? Anyways, that's May. May's going May's gonna to be a fun month, I, I guarantee yeah. Yeah. there's some good albums coming out in may too
0: yes yes we'll be talking about uh some singles for some may albums later uh but with that being said i don't know if there's too much more to talk about we should get right into the singles for this month since we are combining two months into one episode here uh before we do be sure to follow us on social media at hive radio underscore on instagram and twitter help us get to 100 subscribers on youtube we're very close would love to hit the triple digits that'd be awesome and uh be sure to follow us on spotify as well uh let's talk about some music uh we're going to be talking about january singles first and then february unless there's some bands that release songs in both january and february we'll be grouping those together which is where we start with concrete castles have released two brand new songs one song in january and one in february let's talk about dollhouse first
3: i'm so
0: Concrete Castles are going to be releasing one single a month until a album that will drop in August or September. So Dollhouse is the first of eight. I'm not sure. They say eight singles. So whether that means that like the final single coincides with the album release in August, or that means the final single and then the album comes after, I don't know yet. What I do know is that Concrete Castles are on a tear and Dollhouse is like, maybe my favorite song by them really and if it's and if dollhouse is not my favorite song running from the daylight is
4: damn okay so you and i are kind of we're on the same page but also at odds because i think that dollhouse is like a bottom three concrete castle song
0: damn that
4: running from the daylight's like top three you know so
0: dollhouse has one of the catchiest choruses i have heard in a long time one of the catchiest courses i've heard all year for sure just that i'm so oh, oh, over it just trying to figure 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 you out just the repetitiveness of that chorus is just you can sing along to that you can bop your head it's so catchy so well written oh, um, i think it's a lot li- that's a good live song
4: oh absolutely yeah, yeah. i think singing a uh, lot would definitely change my opinion on it and i also yeah. want to say that like a bottom three concrete castle song is still like the really good,
3: so. <laughs> fair, yeah.
0: Bottom three concrete castle song for you still goes into the playlist, is what you're saying. No,
4: but it's close. It's <laughs> okay, close.
0: <laughs> well, well, whatever. Um, I also really appreciate like the four second breakdown that this song gets before the final chorus, yeah,
4: right?
2: That's
0: came concrete. out of nowhere,
2: That's
4: coming a little i think that first album had a lot of like pop maybe a little bit of electronica to it this one definitely yep. feels like it's got some more edge leaning
0: more into rock that. yeah a lot more yeah. edge and you're talking to the guy who put mothka in my top five albums of last year and dollhouse feels like it's literally just following in nocturnal's footsteps and just like kind of creepy aesthetic dark pop i mean this song's about it, like the re the weirds are about it, like a dollhouse like dollhouse point of view Dolls are like, there's a connection to like horror and creepy aesthetic with dolls and stuff like that. So there's definitely a connection, and this just checks off all the boxes for me. Which we just into Running from the Daylight, which just continues the darker trends that they are going on this year. And it's just i love it i have not been able to put this song down as i said if Dollhouse is not my favorite concrete castle song it's running from the daylight uh, i'm leaning towards running from the daylight at this point but uh it's close and either I'm way true. these two these two singles still blow wish i missed you out of the water and friendly reminder that was a top 10 album of 2021 so <laughs> <laughs> but well i'm still
1: I... on wish i missed you i think that's my favorite concrete castle song
0: top five for sure yeah i mean the concrete castles are just so good they're just so good and the consistency that they're able to put out music is incredible as well when it comes to running from the daylight i love the guitar riff in this song it's so bouncy and fun and then the lyric in the second verse the delivery on i want the nightmares i want the voices in my head i want them taking control." the delivery on that line has really stood out to me as well in general this song continues with that darker instrumentation that i loved in dollhouse and still love in this song you get a really sick it's like i don't know whether to call it a breakdown but like the bridge is definitely very groovy um a lot heavier than concrete castle's older material for sure and again this song's just checking all the boxes for me and i love it Spoiler alert, everyone. Uh, Jake ain't good for these first two months. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't I good like on like the singles. You,
4: you and you and Jake both really. These first two months were even if there weren't as like as much strong material. Like, well, I guess the de- middle of de- December too. But I feel like December yeah. through February was very stagnant for me, and maybe a little bit for Jacob too. I yeah. Speak for.
2: YouTube had a lot of stuff. Mm,
1: I had. a I mean, uh, I had one artist.
2: <laughs> I, I'll admit, I think out of this January February pod uh, playlist, I think only only like two from January
0: carried over.
2: February really carried this. Yeah, playlist. yeah. February
0: really carried. There are only like six songs in this playlist from January. <laughs> yeah, sort of.
1: I've come anyway. to the conclusion that Jake likes women. Yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> The gay
2: allegation. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they're a gay allegation. I was so out of the blue, and it, I don't know why I lost no, my no, shit no. on that.
0: <laughs> I mean, it ain't really a secret that I kind of love <laughs> women I'm... in rock and metal. Yeah,
2: consistently like, like, been like, some of my favorite wrong. songs <laughs> this year,
0: and in general, like, Rivals, <laughs> Future Palace, As Everything Unfolds, Mothica. Y'all taking the hint yet?
4: I like I like the idea that like he was conducting a uh, investigation and like over the course of three years, he's now concluded that Jake likes women. And
3: he's <laughs> like,
2: yup, this guy definitely likes girls. Speaking of, Jake, you wanna hear this with another female vocalist?
0: Yeah, 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 let's get into it. Let's get into the potential song of the year actually uh phantom elite inner beast the lead single for their album blue blood which came out in march we'll be talking about that in our next episode this song blew me away from the moment i first heard it and uh as it stands i believe is my most listened to song this year Wow. We're starting off strong this month for me, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the riff on this song is nuts, it's so punchy and crisp. And again, it kind of has that like kind of dark pop horror aesthetic, it's very atmospheric, very kind of creepy vibes. You get a very deep sounding bass, and super powerful vocals in the chorus to contrast it and it's just right up my alley phantom elite traditionally have been more of a symphonic metal band in a way i guess kind of more aligned with like an ad infinitum um or like an amaranth or one other bands metalite uh, is another one we haven't talked about them on the podcast but kind of more in like the symphonic metal space power metal somewhere in that kind of area However, with this song there is very little remnant of their last album on this song as far as I can tell. This feels like a very I don't want to say harsh change, but this feels like a change in direction for sure, and I love it. The The riffs are incredible. Her vocals are fantastic. I love the implementation of the Unqueens in the bridge, uh, which is something that was very seldom used on their last album, Titanium. And Instrumental, it just kicks ass. I cannot get enough of this song. Uh, When I teased potential song of the year, I said it last year when talking about Atonement by Conquer Divide. There's a theme around the word lullaby where lullaby was my song of the year 2021. Atonement had a lyric involving lullaby and Inner Beast has a lyric in the chorus that says you feed my inner beast with a violent lullaby. So... I'm just I've gonna come to the
1: conclusion that Jake likes lullaby. <laughs> <laughs> if
4: Jake had a woman right. to sing him a
0: lullaby every night, it would be over for him. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't just like live in my mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs>
3: she
0: could come you. A I think Jake Maybe I'm missing out. Maybe I'm missing out. <laughs> uh... Jake, I think
4: single-handedly like cured his social anxiety just because i (laughs) need somebody to sing me a lullaby every night (laughs) uh... i think i just found him on tinder guys i don't
2: know (laughs) jesus christ
4: not that i was swiping for local men in connecticut in their younger 20s yeah yeah no, you're making yourself a bigger <laughs> hole yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. sorry guys I had to mute my phone grinder just gave me a notification <laughs> jesus
0: christ All right, do you guys have any thoughts on this song by uh phantom elite um good. while we're here It good i'll take it
2: um i, I'll I'll I will say the the start of it's really good i love the slow fade into oh. the, yes the rip. yes
4: electronic riff is so so good it's something so about the song good. is holding me back from loving it but that instrumentally it's undeniable yeah
0: that's the thing with titanium in 2021 when i first discovered them instrumentally this band has always been sick i think back to songs like glass crown and conjure rains instrumentally those songs are still fantastic but vocally it went more into that traditional symphonic metal type of vocal delivery that i didn't love This feels much more aligned with, like, a post-hardcore delivery and song in general, and I love it. The last thing I want to mention before moving on is just the way that the chorus changes throughout the song. The first chorus is delivered as a build-up into the electronic riff. The second chorus is just, like, a traditional chorus that leads into the bridge. But the final chorus, you have, like, a dropout for the first two lines of the chorus before you, like, smash the instruments back in with the main riff. and just. The diversity that this song brings is just incredible. I love this song, and we will be talking about Blue Blood in the March recap. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Speaking of Blood, actually, Derek, take it away. Sullivan King.
4: One. Yep, Solomon King has dropped a new single that is a title track off of an album that is now released, uh, called Thrones of Blood. You love the frame of life. I really like that Sullivan King. Probably what six, six, seven years ago now. God, I feel old. Um, started to really pioneer the incorporation of metal into EDM and into like dubstep and raves in general. Um, and he's now mostly like making music that feels like rock or metal, and then occasionally some electronic influences thrown in there. Um, at least the solo stuff. And I think this is a really good indication of that it's rock mixed with a little bit of drum and bass. And then some in the middle, I was, I was like, I was enjoying it. I'm like, you know, this is up pace. Like I would like work out or like run to this song type of thing. And then it goes into this sudden, like dark, the guitar tone drops and it builds to this EDM break that lasts for like 45 seconds. Like this almost drum step, like, I don't even know, but it, I love the that merging of uh, genres like that, and I think that Sullivan King is doing it flawlessly. I haven't had a chance to listen to this album yet, but this is the title track off of it. It's very kind of mindless, up-tempo. The lyrics are nothing to, like, gawk at or anything like that. Like, it's just about... It's just supposed to be, like, vulnerable. feel good.
0: It's just yeah, supposed to sound yeah. good. It's not supposed to mean it's, much.
4: Right, right. It's fun. It's really fun yeah. to listen to, and I i love it i love everything that sullivan king is doing the evolution of his sound over the past couple of years has been incredible and his solo stuff continues to
0: just impress the shit out of me i have not listened to much sullivan king since the 2021 album dropped i want to say mm-hmm. Was it yeah, late 2021, I think. yeah i haven't listened to sullivan king much this is the first new song of his i've heard since that album i believe i might have heard one other single in between but it didn't stick out this is really mm-hmm. good actually right (laughs) this is really good this it blends the line of that rock and edm influence that you were talking about how how do i say it's like there's just there's not too much wub wubs to take me out of the experience
3: which has been my
0: problem with some of his other songs (laughs) this this leans more into like a rock or metal song than edm Mm -hmm. and i think that's why i like it more whereas there are other songs that just go full-on dubstep drop, and then I'm right. kind of staring at my screen the same way I would during a Lord ashore Shore song. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Distinct lack of wubbage, if you will. <laughs> but yeah, you know, no, this is I'm, solid. I'm, this came out, the album dropped in March, and I still need to listen to it. I don't even, even if I like it, I don't want to put it in the playlist, because God knows we had enough to talk about, but if there's any others <laughs> like this, I will definitely let you know. This goes into i don't remember the last time i had two songs back to back in a playlist i haven't had to do this in a while um she loves boone has dropped uh their newest single white noise featuring cyber trash I was in my hyper-pop era in January. Something clicked with me, and I like went and added like 60 hyperpop songs to a playlist for no reason. I don't know what it is. My ever-expanding <laughs> genre love has finally brought me to hyper-pop. I still hate 100 GECs, but everything else is starting <laughs> to come together. Um, and in that, Cyber Trash is probably my favorite artist that I discovered out of all that, as well as one of my favorite artists that I've discovered all year. Um, only as a feature on this, but I love how even if the lyricism isn't necessarily as you know kind of upbeat or happy it's a very fast paced upbeat up tempo song um that's really really fun to listen to and i love she loves boone's voice i love the way that cybertrash comes in on this um the song itself is about like doubting a relationship that you're in because of your own inadequacies um Let's see, I don't want to put you in a mood that you won't leave. I wish I knew what to do with you and do with me. Maybe there's a world for you and me to go and see, but it's hopeless, we keep choking. Am I just a nuisance? Words can get annoying, sweet nothing's in your ear, they're not important. Such a Taurus, hard-headed, heading home, I'd rather be at odds than ever be alone. And it's really something that like, not necessarily all the way across, for the most part, really resonated with me in my struggles with like relationship anxiety or whatever. And it's put to this, Upbeat up tempo background and this sort of genre of music is one that I've always kind of been on the fence on. let I say always. I've been on the fence about it for about a year and a half now. Um, but I finally made the bridge over into it and I'm so happy that I did because this is fantastic and Cybertrash's music as well is kind of hyper pop, but there's a lot of like rock or pop punk influences in his solo work too. So it kind of blends those two genres in a way that's really cool to see and also makes it more accessible to me as somebody who's finally getting into it, but I loved this.
0: I liked this more than I expected to. I still don't love it, but it definitely has mm-hmm. a fun vibe to it, a fun energy. Yeah,
4: yeah, exactly. There were a couple that I was debating between picking that all came out in January, um, and I figured that this one would probably be the most accessible to the rest of you as well. Justin or Jacob, did you guys get to this one?
1: I did, but I'm indifferent on it. Yeah,
2: um, I'm also indifferent, as like some of the stuff that I get off of, like, TikTok. For you yeah. pages.
4: Man, I need to get on your TikTok, bro. I I don't get any music on mine. I wish I could help <laughs> me discover some new stuff.
2: Dude, it's been giving me a lot of new stuff, so I'll try and send somebody in away because I think someone's Let's Go.
4: Good. Hopefully my algorithm will get the uh get the hit. <laughs> and now we're back to the Jake train with two Choo-choo. new singles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> as everything unfolds have dropped two new singles uh, one in january one in february we're grouping them together uh first up the lead single for their upcoming album ultraviolet it's the single ultraviolet and this single is definitely my favorite single going into the album uh the album comes out in april very excited for it following up within each wise the other uh one of my top 10 albums of 2021 and as everything unfolds are well on their way for another top 10 album of the year contender at the very least um, ultraviolet has an incredible riff it's ambient when it needs to it's heavy when it needs to it's catchy in the chorus when it needs to it's just a really solid song all around in my opinion um lyrically as well i love the incorporation of like ultraviolet and like seeing color type of thing like mm. some, you can only see certain colors through ultraviolet light that feels like the gimmick of the song and the album of just like seeing life in all of its colors type of thing um and i really i really like that metaphor and the way it was implemented into this song uh as well as as i said the instrumentation the main riff on this song is fantastic um Charlie's vocals on the Take It All Back, Take It All Back. Uh the delivery on the In Your Eyes, where like she belts out eyes and like a harsh scream is just sick. Um for the uh post-chorus and the breakdown, actually. It's just really good. It's I just really like this song. You guys have any both thoughts these...
4: on uh, I was gonna say both of them, but especially um Ultraviolet. This really feels like a step up from their previous album all these singles have really i feel like everything that i was that i liked about as everything unfolds prior is still present and everything that i had gripes with is slowly starting to fade away um and i've i've loved ultraviolet flip side and honestly every single single and i love the aesthetic that they're going
0: for yeah with the purple more bands so need nice. to do black and purple please yep please i agree enough of the Such black an and red we've, see, we've seen it done right? enough
4: yeah black and purple shout outs my wizard 101 gear <laughs> <laughs> always black and purple day one they're speaking to me it's all coming together <laughs> there is a world where this album lands in my top 10 if i had to pick like
0: one dark all horse right. that's
4: currently out there right now it's this because these singles are damn good
0: yeah uh let's start talking about flip side because as much as i love ultraviolet that song's four minutes long Flipside is a 2 minute, 39 second, heater of a song. It is in your face, it is heavy, and I love it. This Flipside is so replayable, and lyrically, I think I connect to this song even more. So, I have a hard time picking between these two as for which one's my favorite. I think Ultraviolet's the better song, but I feel like I've definitely listened to Flipside more at this point. Uh, The lyric of, I spin in circles, or as I spin in circles, all I see are lights while my mind is working overtime, living life on the flip side." That shit hits deep, as someone that tends to overthink many unnecessary things very often. Uh, And then... The delivery changes halfway through the song. like The the pace of the song is so fast where you get... Um, at the beginning, it's just, I revel in every moment. I smile in my relief that this life isn't quite what you wanted to see. But then at the end, it's, I revel in every moment on the flip side. I smile in my relief on the flip side. That this life isn't quite what you wanted to see before it goes into the crazy riff that flip side offers as well. Really good songwriting and delivery. And yeah, ultraviolet is shaping up to be absolutely a top 10 album of the year contender as far as i'm concerned i do enjoy me some women in uh rock and metal to no one's surprise hopefully it's all coming together and <laughs> uh yeah there was a, at one point i believe four of my top five songs of the year were just female fronted bands so <laughs> you know it'd
4: be like that I just looked at this playlist we don't get a jacob song till track 17 that is
2: <laughs> there's one well, there's some before it's fine he'll have his moment later on it's all right
1: yeah i do I... <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> there were a lot of singles that dropped <laughs> <in> <laughs> <the> <laughs> single period it mixed up for it yeah yeah all right Justin, Justin take, us why why take one? it away yeah take oh away, i'm so Justin. excited about this one this is emery heights with their new track riptide I till I'm and I never till I we went a long stint of getting um news of like new emory stuff and then it just suddenly like not, not dropping um rocky dropped in december um shortly after the miles away ep and i didn't Really catch two on with Rocky when that drop Yeah, me either. But, me oh, either. Oh my god, this is the best Emery Heights song <laughs> since that EP, uh Clarity. Was it called? Yeah, it was called Clarity. Yeah.
0: I uh, can't say that Riptide is their best song. I still think that Wildflower is very, very good. And that's my favorite. But this is definitely a solid song.
2: So and it doesn't this...
0: surprise me that you love it this much because this is. Quintessential Justin post hardcore as far as I'm concerned. Oh absolutely. No, so this one of my favorite songs
2: from them before this was Clarity. Um, and it's got a very similar structure to Clarity, where you get a really good like um clean verse into a chorus, and then you get a second cleans verse that ends off with um a harsher, almost unclean send-off into the third chorus, and then you get a breakdown into the last chorus. Um it's got a very similar structure to this and it sounds different enough and the vocalist has definitely escalated to the point where it's such a different sound, even though it's like that same rhythm that you think would probably get uninteresting. Um, it works so much well in this and his voice is only so much better. Um, he's got a really good clean vocals that really does definitely. well once it once it hits that harsher um octave and I was super impressed with this. Um we're supposedly getting a new Emery Heights in May. And uh if they keep up with this, dude, I'm Emery Heights is back on my radar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought Pick Your Poison was solid off the Miles Away EP, but other the other two singles were kinda lackluster. Mm. Riptide is promising. A promising start okay. to 2023 for Emery Heights.
2: It is some good, good stuff. Um, Derek Jacob, did you guys get to this?
4: I did. I am um... Unfortunately indifferent as I am with most of like this uh, style of music. I'm yep. sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's I think just like being,
1: background noise, honestly. Yeah,
4: and it's not even bad. Like, I'm not Hard. it's not bad, it's just no. kind of this isn't what I this kind of I'm hmm, Sorry, I've, I had like four thoughts, now kind of came together. <laughs> and I had my first stroke of the oh, episode. There oh, go. Oh, first, first the year, let's go. You said the thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that hard rock nowadays is just not something that i'm super into unless it like really really floors me or feels like it's doing something new and this is solid don't get me wrong like this is an objectively good song just for what Uh i'm feeling and what i'm into nowadays it's not quite hitting that mark for me i think me four or five years ago would have ate this shit up like breakfast bro. (laughs) but nowadays i'm just not super feeling it but I know how high you are on it, which means that I will continue to listen to every Emery Heights release until I get one, and we can have we can bake a cake, we have a little celebration. <laughs> I finally got one.
2: I think to to kind of um, echo what you said, like hard rock in general is a genre that's way too oversaturated to the oh. point where like it's really easy to not do it well or do it to the point where it gets really 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 generic. Mm. So, yeah. I'm you know i'm okay with those opinions because i'm a you know it's very easy to come to that uh i just like it because it sounds good and it makes me smile speaking of the bands that sound fantastic and make me smile we got two releases from archetypes collide january they dropped what if i fall and in february they dropped parasite
3: what if i fall and wait
0: This also came with the announcement of their debut self-titled album.
2: Which at about the, this
0: point has dropped. fucking time. It's about fucking time. They've it's been, been a super... long ass time since we just- It was early 2019 when- I, I forget if it was me or you, Justin, that found this It party. was one of us. But it, it was one of us, too. We found them, and it's just been single after single after single after single after single- Finally- we get the announcement of the debut album and the realization that wait, you're telling me I get to hear more than one song from this band on us in a single day? That's crazy. It's super wild, uh, and we'll, we'll be first. Here's about, two more. <laughs> yeah, we'll more be talking more, about maybe. the album in full next month. let's uh, let's talk about these two singles first well uh, as i
2: was about to say these are like two of three the only other single that was dropped before the album was my own device
0: yes yes
2: everything else before that like undertow wasn't even on the album Mm -hmm. um so it takes a lot of confidence to like drop only three singles leading up really quickly to an album and fuck they were confident and man it sounds fantastic both these songs are really good
0: what if I fall it feels reminiscent of Above It All or One More Night for me. Mm. Above It All, one of their weaker songs in recent memory. One More Night being arguably my favorite song of theirs. And this feels like it blends the two styles together in having emotional lyrics that really can like hit your heart while also not while also being kind of more melodic and not super poppy, which I feel like One More Night was kind of radio rock-ish where this feels kind of it feels like a post-hardcore song you get the breakdown at the end i i could make an argument that like maybe the breakdown isn't really necessary in a song like this but honestly it's a good breakdown i don't it doesn't bother me um i at that point i'm really just like nitpicking and like (laughs) we're opening up the multiverse at that point of like what? how many different universes are there where What If I Fall has a breakdown or doesn't have a breakdown or if it's an acoustic ballad or whatever the fuck. This song, What If I Fall is still great. That lyric of just What If I Fall is just really powerful. Um, and it, it was a great single to announce the debut album with, in my opinion.
2: Oh, yeah. I, I'm basically an echo what you say here. Like, um, it does a really good job of blending their... Slower style vocals while not making it super drowned out and kind of uninteresting, like above it all was. Um, this one does a really good job, it, it clicked with me instantly as soon as yes, it and, yes. Um, on the contrary, Parasite really didn't click with me when it dropped, I was not convinced by it. Yeah. But now, that on I've the contrary time... to you, Parasite well, clicked um, with it's... me immediately. Yeah i I've had more time with this immediately more than What if I Fall and Parasite turned out to be my favorite of the two.
0: Hell yeah, I like to see it. That's not what I expected from you. Uh, yeah, basically, What if I Fall is a great song, but the moment I heard the social media teaser of the riff in Parasite, it was over for me. I knew this song was gonna be like. I knew this was going to be the best single for the album. And Paris, like, I knew from the teaser I had high expectations going in, and they did not drop the ball. The chorus of this song, if Dollhouse doesn't have my favorite chorus of the year, Parasite is in contention for it right now. The, I trusted a lie that I thought would keep me safe. Twisted lines infected my mind, redefined what I once dreamed, held hostage by the pan, Parasite. Just lyrically, it feels very complex but it all makes so much sense at the same time it's so concise and complex and i just love the way it all comes together and the delivery on it as well is great um parasite's definitely much more of a metalcore song than a post-hardcore song uh very different to what if i fall um the main riff in this song as well as i mentioned from the teaser hooked me immediately i love the like the the chorus,
2: like the transition from the verse into the chorus, it's almost like a whiplash because mm. you wouldn't think it would be like super like somewhat slowed down, kind of lower energy than the verses. Um, yeah. But it works super well. Yeah. And as you said, like the, the lyrics are really good. Um, if there's anything that these singles have, it's really, really good lyricism. Definitely, definitely
1: i feel like i'm kind of the opposite of you guys on these singles or the opposite of justin i guess where i'm not very high on what if i fall and i think it's one of after hearing the album this is kind of a spoiler i think it's one of the worst songs on the album and i I think parasite is one of the best songs on the album
4: Yeah, so okay, I disagree with you. Parasite is one
1: of the worst <laughs> songs on the album. Yeah. <laughs> All right. what is going on? Five mind in shambles.
0: Five mind in shambles. This, this is going to be a fun album, album to discuss. Yeah, it's going
1: to be so weird. At least we're not in shambles about that.
0: Yeah, this is just a teaser of what they're what we're going to be talking about next month. Oh, well, next month's <laughs> going to be
2: interesting. Yeah, as if we don't already so have I think enough basically, to talk about. What I think
0: th- what I think this boils down to. Is that between these two singles, but singles, what the fuck? Between these these two singles, there should be something for everyone to enjoy from these. If you like the heavier shit, parasites up your alley. If you like the melodic kind of radio rock post hardcore metalcore influence type stuff, what if I fall is going to be up your alley? Archetypes collide are an up and coming metalcore band that should be on your radar. If you're already not onto them. They're already almost at two hundred thousand monthly
2: listeners because of the album drop, and it's been Man. super deserved. Absolutely. What way. if I
0: fall into the sinkhole? Would you remember me, or would I remember
1: <laughs> you? <laughs> Damn it! I didn't want him to. Ah, oh, that. Was... God. Ah, oh, God. <laughs> Got him. Currents <laughs> <Inference>. and currents <laughs> have released their newest single. Remember me. One quadrant, one
2: Actually it's not the newest anymore, but I knew Jacob single. was actively getting stabbed at the transition. <laughs> 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 the amount of times he stopped his time. It's like oh, um, oh god. I'm Jesus, having oh a stroke
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, also with that, that is all uh other than a certain segment later on. That is all for the January singles this month. I get-
4: uh, other than a certain segment. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: hmm.
4: <laughs> Hey guys, this is a top five song of the year, and I think that that's gonna get some odd looks from Jacob.
1: I've got an odd. You can't see my face, but I'm making an odd face. This is boring. (laughs) (laughs) Look,
4: it's okay. No, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Uh,
1: That's literally all I have to say. Like, I think it's. I think that, um, the death we seek is the best single so far. Vengeance is just like similar noise. to like poverty vengeance, of itself. Vengeance is just noise. Vengeance is just noise, yeah. <laughs> uh, like and Remember Me, I guess, is the most emotional of the songs. But it doesn't really it doesn't really impact me in that that way. Like I remember twenty twenty, I guess it was. That mm. that al- album uh the current album. It's filled with like songs, I think even softer than this, but same amount of emotion. And it was definitely something I really, what's the word? Liked at the time. Yeah, it resonated. That's the word. Um, Honestly, I feel myself, this is kind of weird because there's like some exceptions to it, but I feel myself getting like, liking metalcore less and less. Like
4: you, you, you know, that is so real. You are so real for that because I'm the exact
0: same way. I'm also kind of the exact same way. If you look at my uh, going down the rabbit hole of dark pop as of late,
1: it's so weird though because like I absolutely love that Memphis Mayfire album from last year, and that's just like the most generic shit. <laughs>
0: there are exceptions to metalcore, but there are uh, in some cases very generic metalcore that is like. I can't make that argument with Memphis Mayfire being, like, in the conversation. I just can't. Fuck it. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> I like this song. This is my second favorite single behind The Death We Seek, Uh, in yeah. large part due to the very queen vocal focus of this song. The chorus is fantastic. I wish Currents would make more songs like this instead of, uh, songs like Vengeance that are just noise. And, uh... Yeah, I'm excited to hopefully go like 50/50 on the Currents album, same way I did with The Way It Ends and that's kind of what I expect cuz I know the that's fans <laughs> um I know Currents fans enjoy the heavy shit. I don't enjoy the heavy shit. This band is on the edge of how heavy I'm willing to go. And uh I, I I'm, I'm here for the softer side of Currents.
1: I had the opportunity to buy a ticket for the upcoming tour. And now it's sold out, and I kind of regret it, but I also don't as well. it's, I it's kind of that. weird, weird situation.
4: I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna get that right now, actually, <laughs> uh, because Invent animate is on that tour, and you know their new album. Haha. Um, that
1: the Toronto show is sold out so fast, dude. Shit. Small ass venue.
0: Man, I can't believe Currents really? is doing a a headline tour, and they're not playing a show in Connecticut. That feels really fucked
1: up. Yeah, that me. does really. But, but I
0: mean, at the same time, Bad Omens. I mean, Bad Omens kind of did it by playing in Norfolk yeah. and not Richmond, but like.
1: Bad I mean, Omens are fu- from like a bunch of different places, though. Like, yeah. their members are like, they have members from like six. Currents are and like and the
0: biggest Connecticut metalcore band, and they can't even play a show in Hartford. on Lucky. Whatever. It's fine. Anyways. I don't like the rest of the lineup, so. I wouldn't have gone. Yeah, here. that
1: that's that's literally why I was like, yeah. Like I like currents, but the rest of the lineup, I and I
0: need to see this band live someday just because Connecticut. But oh, I'm waiting haven't... for I'm... Yeah, I've never seen Currents. I thought I've you played... went to
1: the Iceland Kills Bad Omens Currents no. Fame on Fire tour. No? No. No, no, no. Oh, huh. I could have sworn you went to that anyway. You know better than me, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't we're believe we're
4: so at odds on this current, or at odds rather, on this current thing because I think that the death we seek is so incredibly boring; it's unreal, and I love vengeance. So
1: like, we're <laughs> I I I don't know. I'm not hot. I'm not like crazy high. Like, I'm not even gonna def- defend the death you death we seek because I don't even love it that much. I just think it's the best of the singles.
4: There is if it, one. If it helps you, Derek, I'm media. also not high on it. Okay, yeah, see, thank you, Justin. (laughs) You're welcome, glad to help. I'll take (laughs) it. There's uh, one like delivery on a line in this song, and it's one quandary for the council, and it's just the rawest thing I've heard all year. I don't know. The way that the chorus is like layered with his cleans and the uncleans is so good. I mean, not just his current stress on him. Yeah, everything here is just, I don't know. I love this to death. And I don't think that this is going to end up stay in my top five songs of the year for the whole year. I don't know if it'll make top 10. But as it stands, this is very solidly in like a number four, number five position. And I'm so beyond happy with this. I'm really excited for this album. Outside of um, The Death We Seek, which I'm hoping will be a uh, grower on me by the time the album comes, I think they're three out of four right. the singles.
1: You said it like three times now. I'm going to defend this song. Let me get okay. pop the layer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the death we seek stands out to me uh, literally just for when they name drop the song of "We Have Found the Death We Seek." The delivery of that literally just, line kind of just
1: is the the line. Oh, where is? It? I guess it's in that in the outro. Why would I ever want this? Digging through the depths and the cutting through the cracks. All I wanted was to shape the earth with you, and all you wanted was a knife digging through my back.
0: Okay, yeah, that the whatever. That's me. hard as yeah. hard as yeah. fuck.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that
0: is true. That is a good lyric. No, Anyways, I feel like
1: we've talked about other songs yeah. more than yeah. remember me. Yeah,
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I wanna to go to the next song on our list, which is Stan Atlantic's new single, Killer.
3: What the fuck is wrong with me? I'm making for you sanity. I'm a killer, killer, killer.
1: Kill her. kill her kill her kill her
4: i think the vocals for this she said were recorded on an iphone in a hotel while they were on the tour
0: that's such a stand successful. atlantic thing to do yeah, right. that's though, so on brand stuff, yeah
4: yeah, yeah.
3: That?
4: i think they did i think you're right it was either Ludens or one that came like directly after
1: that was parasite eve i think yeah, I think it was Ludens. Anyways, back to Killer.
0: I don't this like song this song. So oh. <laughs> I think it's boring. I, That's very different I am also very <laughs> indifferent on this song, unfortunately. This song's boring. Oh,
4: no. I'm this getting is, this this is,
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot weaker than most of Fuck Everything and Rotten, in my opinion. Yep. Like it's fine. It's Stand Atlantic pop punk. I enjoy it. It's in the playlist. It just doesn't stand out really. And I hold Stand Atlantic in a very high regard at this point.
4: Yeah, and it it did take a while for it to grow on me as well, so I I see. It is it, it can't, I was like, oh this is kinda of mid the first time I listened to it. And then the more I listened to it, the more it got stuck in my head, and now it's the top ten song of the year for me. So And I can't even really tell you why. It's not like oh, couple of the songs last year that i felt really connected to off of um fuck everything and run it's just there's something about a mid-tier
0: lyric stand atlantic song that just hits
4: <laughs> so hard this band just makes stand atlantic music.
0: doesn't need to make sense to be fun
4: right i feel like they and can, that's kind of the appeal to them. i feel like they can't miss i i i think that at this point they are incapable of missing i don't think they've had a single miss in five years and i i will put that on the table i think that they are probably one of if not the most consistent bands in the entire scene
0: i raise you a concrete castles but yeah
4: yeah another female fronted band. female fronted bands are killing it These
0: yeah female fronted bands have carried 2023 so far as far as i'm concerned oh yeah
4: which brings us to the last of the Derek singles i think oh no ha i get the last one <laughs> uh is avatar by solaris
1: so going through this song without like looking who put it in the playlist i was like this is definitely a Jake song, and then I heard, yeah. <laughs> then I heard the the like growls, and I was like, "Wait a minute, this is a Derek song." <laughs> <laughs>
4: I the vocals on this the unclean, so it's the same person doing cleans and uncleans, and the cleans are somewhere in between Lorna Shore and Corn. I think would probably be the best way to put it, like stylistically or sonically, and then the cleans are just ridiculous. I almost want to I say mean,
1: like a lacy strum. Yeah, like more exaggerated though.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I think that's a fantastic comparison. Um, I really don't remember where I found this band. I have no idea. Maybe they were recommended. I don't get recommended very much music. So maybe this one was special. And I checked it out. But I really enjoyed this lyrically. It's just about people who talk shit online and hide behind their online personas. It's like whatever. But sonically, this band, I'd never heard of them before, and I found this, and I was very surprised that, you know, a female vocalist is able to hit growls like this, and also that she was doing oh, yeah. cleans too. I love vocalists with range like that. That's no secret.
0: There's a lot of talent here. Yeah.
4: So my question to you, Jake, is I thought that out of anybody, I might be able to get you at this one, but I thought that the vocals, the uncleans, might be too heavy. What the is uncleans are a
0: little much for me. The uncleans okay. are a little much for me. However, the chorus bangs. Yeah, and instrumental, instrumentally, okay, instrumentally this song is sick. I, like, if the Uncleans are just toned down just a little bit more, I love this. But they're just a little too off-putting for me. But this is definitely a band I'm going to keep on my radar because I think there is a very real potential for them to drop a song that I love in the future. They are
4: from Prague. Hey, guys. Where is Prague? Is that Denmark? Check Czech Republic. <laughs> Czech Republic. All right, cool. So I got my first Czech band in the playlist then. I'm a little late <laughs> to the party. But... You're pulling so the Justin here, you. huh?
1: You're pulling a, Which, a Justin here, huh?
4: Right. This means Justin definitely loved his song, right, Justin? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm glad you were thinking of me. Solid song. Don't love it. But there's there's a lot of potential for this band. Yeah, and definitely. Heard, so. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that. they only have like 20,000 monthly listeners from what I'm seeing. Oh, yeah, so.
4: 19,000, I think. Yeah,
0: all right. Let's talk about Dream State, who have released the final single to their untethered EP, Chain Reactions. We talked about Comfort and Chaos during our December recap. We talked about Taunt Me during our October recap, if I remember correctly. This is the final single of a very short three-song EP to bring Dream State back to life in a way after losing uh, old vocalist CJ. And I think this song, while it is my least favorite of the three, I feel like this song shows a lot of potential for what they can do. This song feels very different from the other two singles, and I really appreciate that. It shows that they can do more of an emotional, melodic song still, which is what I loved Dream State for in the past with songs like "And I Feel It Too or Spitting Lies, and that's what Chain Reactions reminds me of. It doesn't have as much punch or power or memorability to it, but I think of this song in the context of what a future Dream State album would sound like, And this is the type of song that I would love to hear on a bigger release for a sophomore album type of thing on an individual level with the way this being like the final single released. It's like, I'd already heard the other two. I don't love it on its own, but to round out the three song EP, I think all three songs flow great into one another and I'm glad this song exists, even if it isn't my favorite yeah
4: i'm gonna echo your opinion as far as like the strength of it compared to the other singles i think that it's kind of okay but i i think that this song is missing the same emotional appeal that a lot of dream state's previous material had i don't feel any sort of connection to this you mm-hmm. know
0: yeah i don't know it's, it's it, ha- definitely- it has some emotional pull to it like the so why don't you just say it to my face lyric like, there, it definitely does pull at it, but I don't feel like it's given enough room to breathe almost. I don't know. Yeah, no.
4: No, it, does, it doesn't It does hit the same way that a lot of the other. Yeah. Like, if old Dream State delivered that line, they would have done it in a way I feel like that maybe would have hit a bit harder as opposed to this or it just kind of gets lost with everything else. Having said that, I still like this and all the other new Dream State songs. It's just, I don't know. Maybe I need to step back and accept that my favorite parts of the old dream state are no longer happening and this yeah, for what yeah. it is but and i mean that's even as somebody who only really felt connected and liked a couple of dream state songs i can't imagine yeah. you who you know, Primrose. know yeah path. it's
0: definitely it's definitely <laughs> i definitely have to change my mindset that this is not the same band that made primrose path but if it's between dream state existing at all and this i'm glad that i get to hear these songs yeah let's talk about deadlakes who released a new song strange juice and also announced their debut album daydreamer
3: have names,
1: we have finally hit the first jacob song
0: let's this go. song is so fucking good
1: this song is great.
2: Oh, yeah. I The middles either. are great.
0: What?
1: What
2: Poor are you Justin. say?
4: Justin doesn't like a lot of the Dead Lakes. I mean, Dude. we've all heard the opposite.
1: No, of, right? no. The thing with Justin is, he doesn't like to be recommended post-hardcore. He has to find it himself. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so true?
0: <laughs> At least you admit it. <laughs> I don't know why it's enough. true, but why is it so true? <laughs> Dead Lakes is too American for Justin, <laughs>
2: <laughs> bro. right? Dead
4: Lakes was from uh, I don't know uh, Saskatchewan. There
1: <laughs> <go>. <laughs> this right, is let's, my... ha- let's have
0: a conversation about how this is maybe a top ten song of the year right now.
1: I don't know about that, but this is one of the better songs of the singles i think wrong way i think i like wrong way slow like the tiniest bit better
0: wrong way is catchy as hell but the chorus on this the vocal delivery in the chorus of strange juice it's even more of an earworm to me and like the slight pauses of like i I don't i didn't write down the lyrics the only lyric i had written down from this song is just the one line in the chorus of sometimes to grow we need change which is just such a powerful line. And it's something that I really resonated with. Um not to mention the instrumentals are fantastic. Um I love the drumming in this song. The drumming is fantastic. Um and the bridge, the very slow build into the final chorus as well. With like the whoa uh before the final chorus. It just I think that sounds
1: playback. a lot like the end of sabotage. Hmm. I would argue
0: this does it better, but I know you're going to disagree.
1: Well, I think the little chuckle he does gives it, like, a totally different mood.
0: Right, okay, yeah.
1: But I think instrumentally it sounds, like, very, very similar.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I like the- I I adore this song, apart from verse two where it's just, like, the weird-ass drumming.
3: I love I don't I don't
1: like that at all. It throws me off so much.
0: I feel like it keeps it, the tempo of the song going. Whereas I feel like the song would feel almost a little bland without the fast drumming in the second verse. It would feel kind of generic almost whereas I feel like I get out of that first chorus and then like I'm interested because of the pacing of the drums. It's it's it, kind of pop punky.
1: It really reminds me of Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, fucking! I think it's called "Running in Circles" by Bad Omens. There's a, there's a section of that song that just is, it, it's just like the exact same thing. It's just drumming, and it makes me hate the entire song. Luckily, this doesn't do that because I think the rest of the song is actually really good. But that, that second verse, oh,
0: I love it. I love this whole song as I've made it clear. This is one of my favorite songs of the year so far this was my favorite song from february i
1: also want to point out the um well we got the we got the album art with this right and we got wrong way which has a lot of references to driving as well as this one Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and we got a car in the in the in the what's it called album art yeah i think it's really car cars
4: four confirmed uh, Dead Lakes will be providing the entire soundtrack and then covering "Life Is a Highway." <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dude, you joke about that, but the fucking Cars games are was like my introduction to uh, All American Rejects for some
4: reason. Wait, that's so real. You're so. I real. know.
2: Wait, how come your guys' introduction
1: to All American Rejects wasn't Bionicle?
4: <laughs> oh, it was that that commercial. I wasn't yeah. like
1: that. I was a Hold up, Bionicle fan. <laughs>
2: Um you still could have I, seen the commercial. I will and say, um, not being a fan. Jake uh, said it right. The, this band sounds very much like a pop punk mixed with post hardcore band. I think that's kind of why it's like something's not clicking with me on it. It's just like a, something about the vocal delivery is just not clicking. But I oh, love the instrumentals. It sounds really good. We
1: all have different reasons. Derek, what's your reasoning uh, for not liking it or liking it?
4: The album that this is off of is Flawless, and it made me appreciate this song a lot more because I didn't like this when it dropped as a single. I thought it was kind of eh. And then I heard it in the context of the album, and it gave it new life. And now it's really good. Stay tuned for our March play.
0: recap next month for more. All right, this is
1: going to be confusing. that is fusing. going to be another fun discussion. All right, well, I think we spent enough time on the song.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Justin! Hello, we've got... Alt coming back with their new song, The Great Depression, off an upcoming album called it's got a weird fucking name. That is a
0: weird name for an album, you're right.
2: Uh, abeyance, I believe is how you say it. I'm
0: choking on the arrogant. Just want to
3: I want to feel this way. The price is the of pain.
0: That is also a weird name all this is so much better than wraith yes this is my favorite of the alt singles that you have shown me so far
2: i like this song it's really good um probably makes sense because they're an australian band because australia definitely oh. has something in the water that makes their vocalist really fucking good
1: yeah gators or something. um
2: <laughs> i i enjoy like the the dark poppy almost like alternative sound it's, got it got a really good kind of nerve feel to me um, i almost want to say
0: it sounds a little industrial in the production very
2: industrial yeah you can hear a lot of that sound in wraith but um i think it's more prominent and works better in the great depression um i also just adore the um the um i think it's like the bridge to the final chorus where um He's like, I'm a fucking wreck. Keep eating me alive, and then just that like vocal delivery up until that last chorus, Just really, really good. It's a solid earworm. I'm. I i was not too high on Wraith when that came out. I'm still not too big of a fan of it. Um, but um, if this is how the album's gonna sound, I'm. This is on par to be like one more surprising albums of the year for me
0: yeah this album definitely has some dark horse potential i feel like i still need to hear more to be fully convinced but the great depression is a very promising sign and it's definitely an album i'm intrigued with
2: they dropped another single on march that we'll talk about um then i'll be able to kind of explain more of my reasoning for that but um all in all like great depression really good i enjoy the the industrial atmosphere of the chorus is really good um there isn't just much more to say on it because it's kind of a song that you kind of take what you can get once you get into it but um derek did you get into this i did i
4: didn't love it but i certainly liked it more than wraith i think that this is something that came to my mind was i was surprised that i feel like this is the first time that i've ever heard a uh band or like artist refer to widespread like depression mental health issues as the great depression and i feel like that's yeah. kind of just sitting there and it should have been done before you know oh like, yeah you know?
2: definitely
0: that's true yeah
2: De- definitely going for a lot of like different themes and like emotions going into this album so i'm i'm curious to see like where it goes from here
0: agreed Jake. Jacob.
1: ah oh, what happened
0: it's my it's my time
1: Eminence have released their single for the deluxe version of Heaven and Hiding, titled Jaded. This
3: so so jaded.
1: And this is the conclusion of Heaven and Hiding. And I think this is a uh, pretty standard eminence song. And it it meets all my expectations. I I really love the tie to the I am become a name lyric in other songs on the album. Yeah the lyricism is very similar to other eminence tracks. I even instrumentally
0: like yeah this, this feels very much like a deluxe song for this album. Yeah. I feel like sometimes it's just like album deluxe songs on an album are just kind of like they're kind of just there. This feels like uh, this was very intentionally a deluxe song for "Heaven and Hiding." Mm.
1: I think it's I think it's still a solid song. I don't think it's I don't think it's it doesn't to me it doesn't feel like a deluxe song actually. It feels like it belongs on the album. Um, mm. I don't think it's worse than any of the songs on the album. I think I don't think it's better. I think it I would
0: definitely fit in with Heaven and Hiding, yeah. Yeah. It's just another solid Imminent song. You get violin, you got Eddie Berg's fantastic vocals, you got some metalcore. It's just the imminence package at this point.
4: Yep. This is my favorite Eminence, it had an Eminence song in a while.
2: I really, mm-hmm. really enjoyed this. On the contrary, I wasn't sold on this. Unfortunately, it's not heavy. It's too heavy for Justin. And it's yeah. too heavy the, for my small
1: Justin, brain. Justin, Justin likes "Turn the Light On," Eminence. I do. Too, I actually. do like <laughs> that album. Is better. Still Feels a good so song. Much better. All right, Lincoln Park are not back, but they've released a <laughs> song or a a song from the Midiora era for the 20 year anniversary of Midiora, and the song is titled Lost. And I'll never
3: break away Cause when I'm alone i lost in these memories
2: They're not back, but they're back question mark? I think was like the, this, this isn't the first <laughs> this isn't the first song that they've dropped within the last couple of months from that era mm-hmm. and like it's a it's a really weird situation because then you start doing like getting to like ai stuff because of like the you think this is uh, ai you know, no i don't it's think the it's the art it's <laughs> like the alvar and whatnot from like the videos uh, that's what i'm more talking about uh, but then you I get like that conversation of like how that could affect and like if if the project's gonna continue on and whatnot and there's been a lot of that conversation so i've seen it a little bit and it's kind of like i wouldn't say muddied my perception but it's kind of making me like a little hesitant of a lot Mm -hmm. of the the stuff that's dropping Mm -hmm. um this in general is just not not something that i would play more than like
0: two or three times
1: what is this this is meteor is my favorite linkin park album Um, it's
0: certainly a Linkin Park song that's for sure
1: and this this sounds like a Meteora Meteora. I didn't even say that word I don't even know what it means yeah a Meteora song and it it sounds produced uh, it sounds like it was produced in 2023 but still it's it I think it's I think it's so good it's so nice to hear Chester's voice again and I I really love the bridge of the song. Um, the lyrics go like, "I try to keep this pain inside, but I will never be all right." And then it just keeps repeating. And oh, that part is gets me every time. It's so good.
0: I don't have much to say about this song because it almost Lincoln Park feels like sacred in a way. Of just like critiquing an individual song by Lincoln Park almost just feels wrong, with the legacy that they've built up. And everything that's happened with Chester. I, I see know. what you're saying. Yeah,
1: I can. I think you can critique it. In my in my opinion, I think I'm. Like, I, I am struggling to
0: think I of think more this... to say other than it's like it's a winken Park song. I th- and I think like if you like winken Park, you're going to like this song.
1: <laughs> yes, I think so this is spoiler. I think this song is better than the other two singles they released um for this era for the for the 20th anniversary of uh meteora and it's just solid it's just because of that bridge the bridge is my favorite part of the song and i would literally listen to the whole song just for the bridge because it's so good
0: all right justin take us away on this next one we got sobspoken
2: coming back with their single love talk
0: i kind of hate the name of this song i ain't gonna lie
2: i, I don't know what it fucking means i don't care it's i, I kind of ha- uh, i
0: kind of yeah that that's what i was about to say i kind of hate the name of this song but i can't deny that this is one of soft circle's best songs
2: this is their best single Love this is their best Tom. song that it's so to good like TikTok? i have no idea it, it doesn't matter it sounds good um <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll get to a song like that at the end, right?
2: Kind of. Uh-huh, yeah. During your time. Kind
1: of. I don't know. I'm not that high on it. Too. But anyway, keep um,
2: going. Yeah, this is Soft Spoken's like, best song, if not like, top two. Um, It's got everything that I want in a Soft Spoken song. It's got the very harmonic um, vocals. Um, it's got a really good chorus. It's got harsh background vocals that um, then go into a breakdown of heavier vocals that lead into a final chorus of mix of cleans and uncleans. Um, is a perfectly produced, um, self-spoken song, in my opinion. Um, the chorus is really good. She's down on the feelings. She's down on the drugs under her waterfalls. She's looking for love. In the blink of an eye, she'll leave you high and dry abomination above her own life. Um, it's kind of, those lyrics really, like, on the surface don't really mean anything, kind of get you thinking. Um, they're not very direct. Um, just because it seems like, as you're reading it, it just seems like words kind of f- were thrown together. But it, it leads to, like, different meanings and themes. And I, I like songs that kind of make me think and use my brain hole. Cause I don't get to do that. Black. Green hole. It's <laughs> <There's> a, <hole? laughs> <laughs> a black hole. Sometimes. Um, but yeah, it's like it's like a bouncy atmosphere to it. Um, I have a theme this month where like a lot of the the lesser known bands that I got into a while back that I kind of fell out of love with with some of their songs, have kind of come back and like put out some of their like best songs. Um, this isn't my favorite single on the month. We'll uh we'll get to that. But Ooh. uh this is absolutely like up there and is currently my most played song of the year.
0: Ooh. Alright. That's respectable, honestly. I i agree with you. This is one of Sauce best songs, if not their best song. Um really solid riffs, that's probably the thing that stood out to me the most. Um vocal delivery is great as usual uh i don't mean to offend you here derek but it almost reminds me of too close to touch oh i'll
4: i'll i'll i'll, I'll let it slide
2: <laughs> <laughs> say, that's a water that's a <laughs> troubled bridge you don't cross <laughs> yeah yeah i know
0: i know <laughs> um and also a pretty solid breakdown on this song too oh yeah absolutely I didn't spend a ton of time with this song just due to the nature of other singles that released around the same time. Yeah, you song. you kind of you kind of had your plate uh, full. Yeah, uh, but this is definitely a really solid song, and yeah, I'm I'm optimistic for future soft spoken releases. When I was previously kind of indifferent towards them, so good stuff. Yeah, I'm really curious
2: to see like what they're gonna sound next. If they're gonna continue this sound or go back to kind of the more like easier to listen to post-encore sound
0: of um, Where the Heart Speaks. Alright, let's move on then. Our Promise have returned with a new lineup, two new vocalists specifically and their new single Panic Waves.
3: I give my best to start
2: I'm going to go ahead and get my opinion out on this right away because I know it's wrong. Um, (laughs) But our promise to their name have so much potential and so much promise. Um, I like them better as a feature than their own stuff. That's fair. When we talked about the How Like Wolves single uh, for last month's recap, um, I was much, you know, their their sound fit really well with that don't like their own stuff
0: <laughs> now here here's the funny thing the how like wolves featuring our promise song featured their old vocalist danny who's no longer in the band oh ah, the probably. new heart the new harsh vocalist for our promise is the same guy that does the harsh vocals in how like wolves <laughs> Ah, that's probably why because i don't really like the harsh vocals in how like wolves <laughs> that checks out then yeah um i am going to miss their old vocalist for sure because our promise had their debut ep is incredible and the other singles they dropped uh after the ep were great but this a new era with panic waves is off to a damn good start the production is as crisp as ever you get a gnarly breakdown that just chunks super heavy and i think the vocalists play off of each other great um as i said uh the new harsh vocalist for this band is the same guy that does harsh vocals in how like wolves and i like his vocals in how like wolves fits in great here um the new queens vocalist for this band as well sounds fantastic sounds super clean um i love the delivery on uh the i want to say it's like stay away in the chorus or i could be getting it wrong but uh yeah i just really like his delivery i love uh the layered vocals with the unqueens underneath uh throughout the most of the song to be honest it's like that And I feel like they just play off each other very well. Um, Definitely losing a bit of the talent that their old vocalists have by going from one vocalist Mm. to two. But I don't feel like we're losing in quality very much. This
1: breakdown is pretty heavy. I'm surprised Jake likes this.
0: It's a gnarly ass breakdown. I'm not going to say it's like one of my favorite breakdowns of the year, but it, it chunks. And it's heavy.
1: Interesting. I don't understand Jake. All I know if she likes women. Yeah, yeah, how do you think I've been yeah. feeling for like the last three, four years? It's okay, we, we all know that he, he likes women, that's... <laughs> the only...
4: I wasn't the only questioning
1: concept. that!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have too much more to say about this song. Promising start for this new era of our promise. Excited to hear more.
1: Hello, goodbye. See ya.
0: We
2: got a uh, Sun Sleeps new single, "Hello Goodbye." Sun Sleeper back. They are.
4: They certainly are. I'm finally. <laughs> it took right? long enough. They've been gone I for a while. This has been. This has been like forever in the making. It's been, like...
1: As long as I see Sars?
4: 2020? Not quite.
2: <laughs> uh, so not quite. But, uh, this is really good. I...
4: I hate to say it. I'm a little disappointed. I can't really? lie. Yeah, and it's not even like it's a bad song. It's just, like, their uh, 2018 EP is one of my favorite EPs of all time.
0: Mm. And
4: then you have... Um, the singles that dropped in twenty twenty, especially New Sensations, just phenomenal. And I get this and I'm like, like this is like to me this is like an eight. I'll give this like an eight. But I expect like nine or above out of Sun Sleep. So for the first single back, I was hoping for something that maybe caught my attention a little bit more. Now there's a whole album of stuff upcoming that I can enjoy instead. Um, Do you know when that's dropping? But I was. I was a little um Maybe disappoint isn't the right word, but it's kind of how I'm feeling that I don't have the saved full disclosure and maybe it'll grow on me as time goes on. But Devin Barris is one of my favorite vocalists of all time, and I feel like they really could have done maybe a little bit more. I don't know. It's just not as good as a lot of the other Sunsleep material that I love. And for a debut single, I'm left in little middle, middle about it.
1: Justin, yeah. I don't know when it's dropping.
2: Yeah, let's say tell us. I don't know.
1: Oh, I thought you knew. That's why you're asking. I thought it was a rhetorical I, I, question. I was,
2: no, no, I was asking him, like he knew better.
4: No, I don't think there's a date on it yet.
2: Okay. This is hopeless. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is, this is like a really good sun sleep song, in my opinion. Um, yeah, this is, be fair, I, this is solid. This is solid. I haven't gone back to that 20 EP since like one or two lessons back in 2021. So I need to uh I need to remedy that. Yeah, you're missing but It's really good
4: stuff. I don't Jacob, you dad. tried and... I Jacob, you tried to bail
2: on mind. the last on the last transition. You want to fix that? I did. I tried.
1: But it was it was honestly, it was so good that most people probably wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. I don't think Derek or Jake noticed. No, Maybe I noticed. they did. Damn it. <laughs> Derek didn't. He's having a stroke.
4: No, I didn't notice. It's my bad.
1: Picturesque have released their newest single, Hopeless.
2: I think I should go buried under smoke, Snowden. I'm feeling so sick. Maybe this is hopeless. <laughs>
1: Actually, it's not their newest anymore, but I keep saying uh, that it's bad. This is, this
2: is off an uh, upcoming EP. Yes. If you know, you know.
0: If you know, you know. Which uh,
2: sucks, that's an EP, but whatever. All right.
0: Yeah.
1: Can the hive mind
0: come to an agreement?
1: Come to an bangs. agreement.
0: I'm looking at you, Derek. Yeah, Derek. <laughs>
1: I'm this looking at slaps. Derek.
4: This slaps. Okay. Yes.
1: Home we did it that's,
0: that's it only one took one. 22 songs <laughs> yeah this song is so good yeah it's really good it's probably the
2: best picturesque song in my this opinion.
0: is this is top three picturesque song oh
1: that's hard to say man i really I, love i probably feel okay
0: i i probably go attention do you so feel good. okay and then hopeless i haven't heard their uh, prior album before uh do you feel okay yet i've been putting it off for way too fucking long but i want to listen to it at some point but i didn't i haven't As- listened
1: to it either and that's because derek and justin said it. it's a lot different from do you feel okay
0: and you're scared
1: and yeah um, i really like do you feel there. okay
0: so when did i say this
1: uh when i th- i think it's like when we reviewed the album honestly anyways
2: yeah it i don't know
4: i think i think back to beautiful has uh a couple of really good songs i mean it's got unannounced which is my favorite picturesque song of all time um but outside of a, a couple of really good songs i feel like it's not maybe as consistently good as do you feel okay was but I think that this is also very different from a lot of both of those, maybe closer to attention uh, than anything else.
0: Hmm. But I really like this. This is, this is yeah. really, really good.
4: My appreciation
0: the- for the EDM yeah. drop halfway through the song. Yeah, right. So yeah. good. I just
1: really love the, the flow of the chorus. Like, da, 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 yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's also a really short song super replayable super replayable three minutes yeah and the the
1: chorus is really wordy too but i didn't like i found myself singing along pretty quickly
0: oh yeah oh yeah kind of kind of reminiscent of like a villain and how wordy Mm. that chorus is obviously the melody isn't the same but i mean it's kind of close actually now that i think about it kind of i don't know um yeah, I love the like fade out drop halfway through the song after the second verse. I feel like, Derek, when you first introduced Picturesque to me, you're like Picturesque their sound feels very modern. And I feel mm-hmm. like this song yeah. feels like almost ahead of its time still. This this feels like where post hardcore is going to be trending towards in the next few years and like kinda implementing like I don't know, implementing more of that like e d m kind of vibey structure to it
4: I agree, I agree, maybe for better or for worse in some ways, but yeah, i agree i i th- I think that the sound is going to be one that's done by a lot of bands that
0: probably shouldn't be doing it
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's yeah. gonna make
0: some stuff very stale eventually. it works so well for picturesque just because of how unique of a voice uh Kyle has oh, yeah yeah banger song stoked for the ep when it comes out shall we move on go for it
1: crown the empire have released the title track off their upcoming album dogma sugma
3: when
0: You said it. It's dog. actually just dogma. dogma. Jacob is just <laughs> funny.
1: That one's for Wesky. Um I think this is the best single of all of them. The, I don't
0: the love it, but I lap. think I agree, just because it's the least heavy.
2: <laughs> I think just in general, it's just Crown the Empire have fallen off way too hard for me ever since um the last album uh i have not liked any of the singles that have come out
1: i yeah i agree i don't really like the direction they're going but i i think i'm at the point now where i'm just like you've reached acceptance it. yeah yeah I, I i've reached acceptance and uh they opened with this song when i saw them on wednesday
2: and it's 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 slapped <laughs>
0: I know alive.
2: It's probably gonna be really yeah. good.
0: Especially this song feels like. Do we know if this is the opener to the album?
2: I think it's like middle no of that. the tracklist. Last time I checked.
0: Because, because the way that this song builds into the like the first heavy riff, this feels like it should be an album opener to me.
2: Uh, yeah, it's middle of the tracklist.
0: Interesting. I don't know how to feel about that.
2: Uh, let me look, see if the title track has already dropped or the top track um we already have
1: five uh, or i guess at this when we're talking about this song they have four singles but now we have five oh
2: nope um uh the opener has dropped already it's in another life
1: that's the okay. opener yeah Isn't that what, what's what's wrong with the that's it's with that the corny that's yeah. it
3: yeah
1: oh i don't know if i like that this album's um, gonna be weird I feel like it's it's gonna be like
4: not good than I agree. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I think Sudden Sky was a lot better. And I think personally, I think the Fallout is their best album.
0: I do like Sudden Sky.
1: I think the breakdown in this song is a kind of creative. Little I feel like the song in
0: general is creative. It doesn't have a very normal structure to it. That's true. And maybe that's why I kind of like it more than I have the other singles that have kind of just been brutally heavy, in a way. Hmm. It feels original, it feels creative. It's not heavy. Or, not as heavy, anyway. I still don't love this song, but... It's fine. I had to get one in the episode.
1: This is the opener.
2: Is it? Yep. I was, I was looking at okay, Google. Google kind of like sense. a weird, so
1: it's dogma black sheep then we don't have the closer yet which i'm happy about it's okay. 10 tracks and we have five already that's kind of sad su- that kind of sucks yeah what do you do though that's how it is nowadays. yeah
0: i guess so uh, you do, you'd be
2: collide. like our types right to have
0: confidence in your album all right let's move on then i think we've said enough about crown the empire mm-hmm. and the dogma Discrepancies um, have dropped a new single called Recovery. It's for... I wanna get your guys' opinion on this song first before I say anything. It's okay. Is the I... camp that
4: I will be sitting in. Justin.
2: Sorry, I was waiting on Jacob to actually say something. Um, eh, Not my favorite.
0: Man. Okay, I love this song. This is... This is like... God, there's so many good singles in February. Like, I almost want to say this is a top three song in February for me, but there's so and much to you know, be lying to yourself. Yeah, I do be lying to myself sometimes. This song is really just carried by the lyrics for me. Lyrically, this is some of the most powerful verses and just the way the message of the song is really gut-wrenching in a way just the lyrics in the verses you open up with uh you open up with the chorus is like a kind of just like the the hook of the song before you get into the first riff but then the first verse says i bet they say what a wonderful guy who would have knew that he wanted to die like damn and then the second verse just uh, uh, twists it to i think her beauty was one of a kind who would have knew that she wanted to die and it's a me- it's kind of a message about like recovering from suicidal thoughts and getting out of that hole of depression and negative thinking and all that mm-hmm. uh the chorus of don't throw away your chance to change it's only temporary pain those better days aren't far away step by step to recovery super powerful song and just I don't want to read lyrics of the entire song but there is a very clear story being told and lyrically i think it all comes together fantastically if you really just pay attention to the lyrics here there's a lot of power and meaning in the songs here um and that's something i feel like discrepancies has always stood out with in their lyrics and songs like undertow or uh forever uh off their last album the rap rock style that this band has done, I feel like is, like, they're, they're at the top of the genre as far as I'm concerned. They're doing rap rock exactly how I'd want it to be done.
1: I don't have an opinion on song,
0: I'm indifferent. Fair enough. Uh, so, with that being said, I was very impressed with that song from Discrepancies. Are you guys impressed with this new song from Honey Revenge? It's called Are You Impressed? Are you
3: Forever trying to please you, but
0: I that's the joke that's the transition
1: i got it i got it i got it i, I had to also... make
0: sure you know I, th- I thought that one was a little uh a little <laughs> nope, uh I'm kind with of you. a deep transition
4: you. You, know? you made it <laughs> this is the best honey revenge song
0: Ooh, okay that's a take mm. that's a take I don't know if I'm too far off. This is very close to Distracted. This song is so fun.
1: What about Rerun?
0: Rerun's also a banger. This this band in general is just dropping bangers. They have barely missed. I think Miss Me is the only song they have missed with.
1: This is good, but I think Rerun's better. They're at
4: 213,000 monthly.
0: When did that happen? Uh, that's
4: crazy oh yeah we TikTok reviewed does, them yeah. they
0: had like a hundred <laughs> i think insane. reruns been yeah. taking off i think reruns been taking off yeah
2: tiktok plus what? i think i think julian gave them some love and oh, yeah. i think they're touring too with julian so
1: they were here in toronto the same day crown the empire was here and I i, I don't think i would have gone but I can make the excuse that I couldn't go because I was at Crown the Empire and Thousand Below.
0: <laughs> with all that being said, Honey Revenge are at, like, they're like five or six songs into their band's career and they are already at like the peak of pop rock in the genre. True. It's crazy. I agree. It's like, get the, get this band on a tour with like Against the Current and Concrete Castles and Rivals Ooh. and, Who else is at the top of the pop rock genre right now? I don't fucking know. But like like a festival, yeah, true.
4: I I hate to be like, oh, like female fronted rock band, but like a festival with all these bands with Paramore as like the main draw headliner would be so incredibly unreal. Yeah. I don't know. What would you call female fest? (laughs) Like I don't
0: know what you would call it. (laughs) Women fest. (laughs) women oh god it's getting worse
1: Yo, that's like jake's wet dream <laughs> no 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 no, no. we're not crazy. going there No, no. Oh, man Dude,
4: why does female fest sound like an incel
1: convention i don't know <laughs> something about it yeah none of the artists show there's no good way to name the festival
0: where the gimmick is no. female front advance in rock and metal no. there is no good way to name no. that festival uh no this is this is just incredible
4: stuff from a band that continues to be incredible yeah
0: they just came into this they just came into the pop rock scene and decided yeah we're just going to be some of the best
2: yeah they just
0: simply decided we're going to be some of the best and they fucking did it like the, the string of singles from distracted to ride to rerun to this is incredible we are down to our last few songs of the playlist. Justin, take us away on these next two. We got last Blind Channel.
1: Ago. What? Sorry, I was correcting
2: Jake. <laughs> Thanks. Um, we got Blind Channel dropping their new single, Flatline.
3: Flatline, Flatline, Flatline. Wow! Like you for the last time. the motions! see
0: you on the other side. Yeah this is a blind channel song this is a blind channel song this is a very blind channel song i i believe blind channel toured briefly with electric cowboy and i feel like you can really see the influence rubbing off on
1: this (laughs) i don't you know i see that i see that i
0: feel like you can really see the influence rubbing off on this song i mean blind channel already were kind of incorporating some edm elements into their songs before but this really feels like a bit of a new level with the kind of breakdown drop thing they do in this. And it bangs. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. This is a really fun song and I really enjoy it. But the the influence is clearly there. I, Blind Channel at this point are a band that I struggle to put a ton of faith into because they will forever drop amazing singles and disappointing albums is what it feels like. Mm. so for as much as i'm going to enjoy this single i'm still like cautiously optimistic for whatever they're going to do next because that's literally just been my experience following this band since 2019
2: so yeah the last couple their last two albums just haven't really done much this song
0: um, though this song though
2: it's pretty good i think i think it's on like the the higher tier of
0: like what dropped in the last album. Oh yeah. This is definitely like, if this was on, what was the last album called? The Lifestyles of the Sick and Dangerous. I think it was. Yeah. Um, I'd probably say like top five, top four, maybe. I can
2: make an argument for it.
0: I didn't like, I didn't love this, this song at first. Cause I feel like the vocal delivery was kind of strange, especially mm-hmm. in the first verse. Uh, but the more I listened to it, the more it kind of grew on me. And it's got a very catchy chorus as well. So uh, It does. I'm a fan. I'm a fan.
2: I do wonder if there is gonna be like an album or something attached to this. Probably not. How like I don't know how long it was until they started dropping uh actual singles for the last album.
0: Dark side came out in January twenty twenty one and I believe that was the weed single for the album.
2: That was a little bit separated, though, because that only came out... Yeah, that came because out a of while
0: the... before everything else.
2: Yeah, that came the out because Eurovision. of the Eurovision,
0: yeah.
3: So I don't know. I don't know.
2: Damn, I remember when they were at 200... Like, two million monthly listeners because of that. There's still 600,000. That's crazy. All right, we good to move on to the next one? All right, we got A Foreign Affair coming back uh, featuring Aaron uh, Gillespie, their song Day by Day. Day day. Now, I got a very important question. Derek, please tell me you got to this. I did. Thoughts.
4: It's okay. Oh, I had a feeling I'm that, sorry. that was coming. I'm
1: <laughs> I sorry. agree, Derek. I
0: agree. Uh... Yo, have mine in I, think, I think this song is a little more than okay, but it's not amazing.
2: This is my song of the year right now. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I'm
4: so oh, sorry. For us. Yeah. Look, hey, man, I will give it another try, but this was not. I didn't not like it. I just don't love it. So that's kind of where I'm said, at. Yeah. Tell us why it's your song of the year.
2: Yeah, so um a foreign affair, I I have a love-hate relationship with some of their older stuff. Um my favorite song by them is I'm your ghost from their twenty seventeen EP, Empty Houses. Um in the last few releases they've dropped, um uh they dropped an EP back in twenty twenty that I wasn't high on um getaway was a very like vibey almost like a retro disco like skating song that i also wasn't too big of a fan of worst enemy was the i think the first single that they dropped when they were under sbg um which is the the record label like johnny craig and all that um and it really shows i, I think there's a i think there was a definitely a a instrumental change between Gataway and Worst Enemy that's kind of prevalent where it's very like guitar heavily focused. Um Alex's vocals, the vocalist, um, really shines in that. But I think the chorus kind of fell off a little short and wasn't really my highest. Um but this blends his sound so fucking well. Um everything from the the lyrics to the slow fade into the guitars his inflection on day by day um the lyrics even then starting in the first verse inhale the poison the children are chosen to carry the burden of their father's sins where they don't pay mind to what doesn't pay them uh leading into the bridge with just like asking these several questions that kind of just get you thinking and it's it's like just that general inflection that i really love in these like kind of songs um that really keeps a really good energy and then the chorus is very simple day by day we're losing ourselves and time keeps slipping away we bear ourselves and the time keeps ticking abandoned attention and all the distraction no satisfaction our eyes towards the ground um leading into like the final verse and whatnot really really fucking good Um, This is my favorite of Foreign Affairs song now. Um, My second most played song of the year, but is my song of the year right now, just based on the energy of the song, the general lyricism. Um, Aaron's vocals are hit and miss for me. I didn't like them when they featured in True North's song um, out loud uh, like a year or two ago. Um, But in here I, I think it really works well. Um his lyrics for um there's magic when we like go, uh, magic when we embrace, magic when we like the fire of madness and we walk away. Um and then the final chorus just kind of blending everything together really works so so well. Um it's very, very good. Um there isn't much more I can really say that I don't think can really sell you if this is just something that's not something you, you're you going to get into. Um, but I do think it's got a lot of potential to lead into something that can definitely be like a really, really good project um, with this the... This band is definitely
0: more on my radar after this song than they were before.
2: I think mm-hmm. the album and are... I'm definitely
0: the... <laughs> interested to see... I don't know if they've got an album or an EP cooking, but I'm definitely interested to hear whatever they have. Yeah I, yeah, I was actually about kind of to year.
2: get into that. I think War Enemy and Day by Day, they kind of share album art a little bit. So I, I think there might be something cooking now that they're on SBG. So um, if there is an album this year, it's, ooh, I, I need more like this. Oh, um, before we move on, um, mm-hmm. my favorite part of the song was the end where it leads in like the final questions of the song. Um, Can we break out break the cycle um can we get out of four hour tomorrow um and then leads to the slow fade at the end of the song i, I think that was just a really good part that i forgot to mention and I, I i think this is just like a really phenomenal song
0: yeah i don't have really anything else to add it's a solid song i don't love it i don't hate it
2: sad dims the breaks. i will give it another shot
4: just for you, just. I appreciate you. That brings us to our last single, kind of but not really. Uh, <laughs> Point North dropped their new single <laughs> safe and sound featuring the ghost inside. This slaps so hard. I don't know what world Point North decided to collaborate with the Ghost Inside in, or why those worlds would ever collide, but I'm really glad they did, because this is phenomenal. This is really good,
3: yeah.
4: Something about, I always wondered, like Point North, like those very kind of smooth, R&B-ish, post-hardcore vocals, what would this sound like with Uncleans? And the answer is really, really good. <laughs> um, I'm not a huge The Ghost Inside fan because I, I don't like his uncleans and like really large doses. But between the uh, feature on the Fit for a King album last year and the feature on
0: this, damn, <laughs> it's just so. I'm the same because so I've listened. I've listened to a couple of their songs, uh, The Ghost Inside, and I didn't love them. The, the unclean vocals are a little much for me. But as a feature, it works great here. Yeah,
4: I'm. I'm perpetually confused by the point north by the point north by point north um because i feel like they put out a phenomenal uh post hardcore album and brand new vision that made i think my top 20 that year and then they started making pop punk and i didn't like it at all and now they're making post hardcore with metalcore features. And I'm like, oh shit, like what's going on? Like this band's discography is such a roller coaster. And yeah. It really is. Like
1: I think Crown is? the Empire, we talked about Crown of the Empire earlier. I think Crown the Empire is similar. Mm,
4: yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. They've been kind of all over the place.
2: Yeah. See, so like, this is <laughs> Now that you mentioned that, I was like, but it's my kind of same opinion because Brand New Vision was like my top two top three album of 2020 and Mm -hmm. like ever since then it's been very very hit and miss for what they drop um recover was like the the last kind of memorable song that i kind of enjoyed from them everything else was just kind of fell off um but this was pretty good um even the breakdown i i liked i think it really fit the song
0: Justin liked the Ghost Inside feature? That's very unlike you, Justin.
2: It's, I mean, it's like, um... Like, Papa Tommy had a lot of singles that were much more heavy than I thought. Fair, I thought actually.
0: They were Fair, actually, yeah. Is what that it, that then?
2: I <laughs> am. Right, is... So,
0: technically... I think, we're I think it's done time for the singles. Jacob's... The
2: Jacob special. This is yeah, time Technically, for the Jacob special.
0: we're done with the singles... However, a certain band went for a very unconventional release strategy.
2: Correct. Just like, fuck it, we're going to release what we can. And we have four singles from January
1: and one from February. Sleep Token have five tracks. I'm not going to name them all because we'll probably go through them. But (laughs) for their upcoming album, Take Me Back to Eden. Releasing May nineteenth, I think.
0: Let's start with the best of the singles. Mm.
1: I think yep. we should start with the first one,
0: which is also the best. one. <laughs> no, no, Jackson, Jackson Stutter, <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're right.
0: Jake Chokehold Jake is art, but he's wrong.
4: Chokehold is art. It is, and True. I think is a testament that it can be art and still not be the best single.
1: <laughs> yes, agreed. I think Chokehold is the safest song here. It's the most conventional Sleep Token song.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love the way it builds up. I love the vocals. I love when the guitars kick in. They're super crisp and punchy.
1: Actually, that part is actually kind of unconventional for Sleep Token. Usually it takes even longer to get to that point.
0: Mm. But that's why it works for me. Because it is more generic and... Sweet Tokens' very abstract nature sometimes turns me off from a lot of their songs with just how long it takes to build sometimes. Like, I get bored, and it's like, I'm a minute into a song, I'm already bored, and you're telling me I have to wait another 45 seconds or another minute to get to the part where it gets good? Nah, I'm not into that.
1: I feel like all these singles have, they've broken their 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 cycle or... Not cycle, but their, what they normally do. They usually, like, almost every Sleep Token song is a a slow build, except I can name, like, Gods is like, the only one I can think of that isn't.
0: I think it's funny how I I kind of say that, because it still takes Chokehold, like, two minutes to build. But it's engaging enough to where I don't care.
2: (laughs) Well, well, it's the same thing as, like, um... What was it? Um... Alkaline. Alkaline really took a while to build, so I... I think it's yeah. just kind of on par. Chokehold um, and
0: Alkaline are both weed singles and both the best singles of their respective albums. So Chokehold is going to be the best song oh, on Take Me Back to hurt. Eden.
2: <laughs> I'm just assuming. It doesn't even hurt.
0: No, no, just he's right. Assume, no, let him cook. Let him cook. Come on, <laughs> he's right. I'm just assuming that Chokehold is probably going to be my favorite song on Take Me Back to Eden, and I feel like it's a pretty mm. safe bet for me to make at this point.
2: Well, yeah, I, I want to echo what you had mentioned, like the, the long build up for a Sleep Token. That's why I didn't like um, the summoning. Um, I thought that just took so long, and it's six minutes of nothing, <laughs> nothing for like two and a half of it.
0: Derek, the summoning I is I don't also.
2: Think I feel
1: like you heavy. didn't listen to the same song I did. The summoning is not like that at all. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, <laughs>
0: I don't play. like the summoning no, because I don't like his harsh vocals in, in the song.
1: I so we'll get to the last track. I think I actually think Vessel is not good at screaming. Um, but in the summoning, it's so like sporadic and spread out that it works so well. And I think the summoning is the best of these songs. Um, I feel like. Derek has a different opinion on that, but... Yeah. It's
4: definitely, <laughs> definitely top three. So... I think that it's definitely the most unique out of all of them.
3: Yes. Oh, definitely. Yes?
4: I, yes. I agree. Yes. That, yes. Yeah. I, I agree that Vessel isn't very good at streaming, but I think he's definitely gotten better, and I mm. think it works here anyways. There is another single where it doesn't work. Again, we'll, we'll get there, <laughs> but... Yeah, I um I'm very much of the opinion that I think if I if I had to pick like not my favorite song of the year, but if I were to rank my top songs of the year solely off of like objective creativity and talent, there is not going to be another song this year that tops the summit. There there mm-hmm. won't be. In terms of impact, creativity, execution, yeah. There is not another band in the scene that could make this work, let alone as well as they did. And I think it's really... That is true. ...where they're at in terms of their raw talent, and it's incredible to see just how quickly they've progressed. Some people don't like the funkiness at
1: the end of this. I, they're in, I insane. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, that's the best part. The funk is, I wish the funk was like more incorporated throughout the song as a whole. I, I don't, don't like it. I think it's just weird.
2: I think it just kind of throws off the pace of the
1: song. Well, well it's the, it's the refrain from the, it's thing. the same lyrics as the beginning of the song, which I love as well. And just like in a different style,
2: I I still believe it should have probably been in something rather than tacked off at the end. Oh, I disagree.
1: There's a reason that this song made them go viral.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
4: I think I understand where you're coming from, Justin. I think that if it is a different thing, that the song's quality goes down, and that the thing tacked on at the end wouldn't work as a standalone. I think it only Mm. works because of the way this is structured. I mean, obviously, like this, this is a very divisive track. It's popular, but it's divisive. And we're seeing that now because everybody seems to have like a different take on it. It's kind of crazy. And that, but that discourse, I think, is part of what got him so popular that everybody has a different. And I'm
0: glad that they did blow up off of this song. Like, as as much as I'm kind of eh on this song, I'm glad that Sweep Token are in the spotlight. Because they are a very unique band that deserves it. I plays on this.
1: I agree with you, Jake. But this has brought on a lot of weird fans. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like the same thing has happened to Bad Omens. Yep. Um, that's my only. That's my only problem with like bands. Um, blowing up like that. It's like some of the fans are like really weird. (laughs) Anyways shall we talk about granite
3: the best single
1: the best lyrically i'd say
4: best lyrically for sure i oh that delivery on never mind the death threats is oh Mm -hmm. i yeah probably my favorite vocal delivery so far this year and everything about this song even the kind of out of nowhere break down into melodic section. That's another one that I've heard a lot of people haven't really liked or don't really like I've this. I, mean, I didn't
1: at first. I think yeah. I've come to accept it as I the car the the song talks a lot about like driving as like a metaphor and mm-hmm. I think that almost symbolizes like a car crash like a breaking point in yeah in the lyricism like for the for Vessel I guess in his mental all the yeah like I said before all these songs are very abnormal structure for Sleep Token but they still feel like Sleep Token that's that's the great thing
0: Granite is fine I want to like this song more than I do It's fine. It's
1: okay.
3: Uh, uh,
0: Really, the the amount that I can contribute to the Sweep Token discussion kind of ended at (laughs) chokehold Because it's the only (laughs) song I listened to more than, like, a couple of times.
1: Derek, I want to know... Yes. What (laughs) you think about the lyric, I see you go half blind when you're looking at me. What does that mean? Because I've heard so many guesses... And I think the best one that I that I heard, or my favorite anyway, is that the person he's talking to is crying.
4: Ooh. I hadn't thought about that. I like that. I like that more than what I thought
1: about it. <laughs> I would <always laughs> still want to hear what you thought.
4: I thought that it was more of like a this person is the, the whole thing is that they're, like, kind of in denial that, you know, like, you know, I don't need you, whatever, but vessels insist like, no like, I am what you need type of thing. Mm. And that half-blind refers to they're trying not to see that person. And so if you had to pick, like, one eye to go blind, for instance, that on one hand they're looking at them and they see somebody who they're with and want to be with, but on the other hand they're trying to ignore them with that other blind eye to try and Convince themselves that they're not what they need, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like a, an internal battle with themselves type of thing. And Vessel's trying to insist, like, hey, like, we, you know, we, I am what you need type of thing, and mm-hmm. convince them to stop looking at her with that blind eye. So,
1: how about? Oh, sorry, you have more?
4: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, how about between the secondhand smoke and the glass on the street? What do you think about that? Because I, that one, I have no idea.
4: <laughs> I don't really either. I guess secondhand smoke I kind of thought of as like you know like if somebody's smoking around like a mm. kid or whatever somebody that they can develop lung damage from that smoke right that bad like
1: other, almost like a bad influence
4: yeah that the other person's own internal battles are acting as a sort of secondhand smoke and affecting vessel uh, mm. and I just thought the glass in the street was the basic metaphor for like a breaking point I didn't really mm. went too far into it you know broken glass type of thing but there's so much to unpack in this. Song, I know. It's just part of why I love it so much.
1: And then, uh, should we go to the next song, or do you want to keep talking about?
4: It? No, no, no. Let's go to the second best single.
1: That is true. The second that best. single. I agree
4: with. <laughs> Somehow Aqua, we dominated. made it. <laughs> wait, wait Justin. wait, Justin, is this your? Is this your second favorite single as well?
0: Did we lose him, Justin? Justin. Paywall, 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 Sorry, paywall.
2: I was muted. God paywall, damn paywall, it. paywall. <laughs> um, actually, um, Granite was my second favorite, but oh. this is third. Okay, I'll take it. Close enough, acceptable answer. Good job. Guys, I, did, I, did, I didn't have a ton of time with this.
4: Yeah, I didn't like this at all. Came out.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, I, 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 I loved it. I, you know what I think is interesting is. Similar lyricism to almost like um alkaline where he's like a chemist. Mm. (laughs) Maybe vessel is Walter White. That's what the glass on the street is. It's it's oh shit,
4: it's all coming together.
1: (laughs) Next he's gonna dissolve a fan of that
4: of acid. (laughs) One person, one person (laughs) gets sacrificed. Oh god, don't incite murder. Uh, ice nine kills had performance art wait till somebody gets dissolved on stage
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm surprised ice nine kills don't do it first
1: no somebody's gonna get eaten on stage <laughs> oh god oh, <laughs> <you're right. No. laughs> um i th- yeah this is the, this is the second best song i it is just so catchy and there's a fucking piano solo it sounds like he's in like a jazz bar as well I was about it's, day.
4: Uh, this makes me feel like i'm in a steam punk jazz bar like high class type of low lighting <laughs> it, it's so ugh. This, i love when songs do that
1: this came out like right after that uh waterproof by garden and i thought mm. the piano very similar and kind of remind me of each other but i i really love this i love the piano the, i think the piano solo is best part and the lyrics after I don't know if it's I guess it's the bridge. And then we have probably the worst song. <laughs> only missed. I think I think the clean parts are good. I just really I, I don't I don't think Vessel's the greatest screamer in my opinion. I think Gods is one of my least favorite songs until you get to like the clean section of it. I've always said that when uh I think Gods is one of their worst songs.
4: Hmm. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of is like Metalcore from 2007. Like that kind of harsh, screamy, a little underproduced. I don't know, something about it. Hmm. I don't love it.
3: I don't yeah. love it at all and
4: it, it when you have four extraordinary singles and then something that feels like a miss it kind of
1: yeah yeah I I I still like the song it is definitely weirdly titled um <laughs> but I get yeah, it <laughs> I,
4: I, I'm hoping maybe whatever comes after this will Help contextualize that title a little bit more because, like, I mean, granted, I haven't. Paid I mean, much I, close attention I, I feel like the I've lyrics. got the
1: gist of it from the five singles, it's just that he's horny, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thus, more weird fans come
4: <sighs> in all senses of the word. <laughs> I also really do think it speaks volumes about this track that it's, I mean, granted, it's still at 4.1 million plays, but that's almost half of Aqua Regia, and it just <laughs> hasn't kept the same i mean summoning's at 26 million granite and chokehold are both at 10 million is at 8 million
0: like, yeah, yeah it's on, on i'm Akarija. also sweet to i feel like they fumbled the bag by not dropping the album in january i really yeah so i wanted to i think that. they fumbled the, the bag what the going
1: on well i remember spine farm the record label um saying that this is going to be the weirdest album release cycle you've ever seen and it definitely is because i'm pretty sure the next single is like so far they've released in chronological like chokehold is number one on the album and four is number five the next song Mm -hmm. that released is not number six i don't remember which one it is but it is i want to say seven or eight Actually, it might be 9. Wasn't, wasn't the anyways. gimmick
0: that they were supposed to be releasing one song a day until the album dropped or something?
1: That was my theory when The Summoning came out, but that was quickly okay diminished when...
0: <laughs> I, my my hype for this album immediately oh. declined as soon as I wasn't getting a song a day. <laughs>
1: like I as soon understand. As, as soon as
0: I heard that, like, oh, this album's not coming out for four months, I'm like, I'm sweeping. I am sweeping. I,
1: I understand... I I kind of understand it. First they were touring with I think Architects in uh Europe and uh, they were playing the they were playing Chokehold on that. So I understand that. And then they had their their headline tour in the UK and they played the first four songs on that on the album on that tour. So I I kind of understand them releasing all those together. Yeah. And still being weird. 4, I guess, was to be released, or to announce the album, is why they released it.
0: It's know. just been a weird album cycle for Sweep Token.
1: Yeah. I, they, they uh, Spine Farms said it would be, and I, I think they've done a great job of doing that. I'm so excited for this album.
0: Chokehold is promising. I mean, Chokehold is they're, good. They're
1: sure promising, all promising. Good. 4 is okay.
4: Something that I do really like, at least about this, is that since they're all in order, that you kind of get, even if the album is later than we kind of wanted it to be, you do get a glimpse into the album to see exactly what it's going to sound like by being able mm-hmm. to play all these back to back to back. Yeah, yeah. Sleep Token continue to be one of the most interesting and talented bands in the whole scene, and I'm glad that they're finally getting the exposure that they deserve. Because so I think before this place um, will be your tomb, they had. I think 90 or 100,000 and then with Alkaline and that album cycle they are up to like 400,000 and now they're at 1.8 million and that's gone down from the over 2 million it was at before when the hype was at its peak.
1: I think they were at like 2,700 or 27,000 sorry no I'm yeah 27,000 no I can't remember yeah. I don't know they, they 270,000 like, okay, that's like, what 80. I wanted to say
0: point being that they've grown the, astronomically since these singles yes dropped. how oh, about yeah. that just say that
4: <laughs> <laughs> some, of the most, some of the most rapid expansion i think we've seen maybe of any i remember when sundowning dropped nobody knew about this band. nobody
1: <laughs> yeah. Bro, they toured with, they can't they've only been to toronto once and there was with issues in like 2017.
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. i remember that oh. tour i'm still so pissed i never got to see issues i, tr- I was supposed to go to three different tours and they all fell through and now they don't exist. Fragic. Fragic.
0: <laughs> Any last I think comments? I discussion
4: probably gonna be I longer than to... a lot of these albums. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. I think so.
0: I think so, yeah. The, yeah, this
1: is my most anticipated album of the year, as nobody's surprised about that, yeah. I feel like.
0: Absolutely not. Things that should surprise no one. Me liking women in rock and metal. <laughs> Justin enjoying post-hardcore. <laughs> Derek having a stroke. <laughs> And Jacob, yep. being excited for sweet Token. None of these things <laughs> well, should surprise Jake, why anyone. You,
2: why you going to keep emphasizing that you like women?
0: <laughs> Is that like a surprise <laughs> to <laughs> people? <laughs> I
2: just
0: stated I four of them. The He's, reassuring reassuring
2: <laughs>
1: He's reassuring himself.
0: I was simply trying to make a point for all of us about something that should be very obvious about each of our yeah, personalities yeah, when it comes to um, music.
2: I'm glad you're reassuring that. Yeah, yeah, Derek having a
1: stroke is something about music, for sure.
4: It's true. It's true. I get too excited. Look, folks, look
2: if Bill Murray can make anything harmonic.
0: Real. So real. We can work with it. Oh. All right. Let's get talking about the albums for this episode. We yes. got one January album and four February albums. Let's start with Suasion and their album, The Infinite. This is the follow-up to their 2019 album. uh, What the fuck was it called? Stardust. And it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the singles wanted me to have so much more hope for this album it was the same way with Stardust though Stardust led off with Colorless as a fantastic single this album cycle led off with Murphy's Law being unbelievable and then it followed it up with Infinite which was also incredible and then a b- we got a bunch of solid songs last year like uh, House of Cards, Momentum and Trapped But then the album just comes together and I'm left underwhelmed. A lot of the songs that were left for the album, songs like Celestial and Explore, don't really do much for me. Astro is just like, it's kind of a fine instrumental opener, but then you also close with a four and a half minute long closing instrumental, which really left me underwhelmed. It didn't feel grand enough to deserve being an instrumental closer. I and...
1: I was a, i wanted to mention that I wasn't sure if we were gonna to get to that immediately, yeah. but I was really disappointed when I heard that.
0: Yeah, I I was expecting it's like I see the four and a half minute time of the track, and I'm like, okay, this this could be something good, and then we it, it just keeps building, and eventually by the three minute mark, I realized oh, this is just an instrumental closer, and then I'm I'm just like. I just really don't care at that point. See, you know? I was
1: listening in the car, so I didn't know which if this was the last song or not. And I was like, I was saying to myself, this better not be the closer. This better not be the closer. Oh. <laughs> and then, and and then, it, then closed, it was. And then it, it was. And I'm like, oh my god.
0: There is one instance where an instrumental closer has been fantastic, and it's called The Last Riff by Beartooth. That is the exception to the rule.
1: I can't comment. Nope i don't remember
0: i do want to say that for as down as i am on the album as a whole this is still one of the stronger albums i've heard uh this year this is in my opinion the best album we are talking about in this episode and interesting it's hard carried by murphy's law just existing as a single uh murphy's law is absolutely fantastic uh the chorus of that song is incredible the feature of flow from landmarks is incredible um sick breakdown just an incredible song infinite is also really solid uh trapped is a really fun riff um momentum feels very grand like there's definitely highlights on this album house of cards also has a really sick breakdown um but the full package it, it feels like i've in the past i've compared Sulation to star set taking a lot of influence from like the space aesthetic um, very a lot of incorporation of orchestral elements. Um, they have a very grand vision for what they are trying to make, and unfortunately, I just don't feel like the polish is there to really sell the vision that they have yet. Uh, and that 's exactly how I felt about Stardust, and I was hoping that this album would deliver on that promise, and it does, but it doesn't get all the way. It doesn't cross the finish line. I want to like this album a lot more than I do, but the flaws of this album really hold me back, especially because this album took so long to release. Murphy's Law is almost two years old as a song at this point. Wow. This album has been a long time in the making and all of the best songs are well over a year old at this point. So when this album drops, all of the new material left really little impact on me, which is why I feel so little about it but i still also can't deny that there are some really strong songs on here that make
3: this
0: (laughs) my favorite album in the playlist which i think says a lot about the albums from these first two months of the year and why we chose to combine them into uh one episode here justin do you have anything (laughs) else to add yeah i was about to say i um i do want to
2: mention uh black and white you or uh black or because you kinda skipped over that and I think that's one of the best songs off the album. Okay. Um I think it it has a really good energy to it. And I, I think the the breakdown where um where it starts off with the uh, get the fuck out and then it leads into like a really good kind of starry instrumental breakdown I think was really, really good. But oh no, I'm gonna pretty much echo what you had mentioned. Um There's something about suasion with their voice inflection that I'm hit or miss on. I think they do their job best when the vocals lead more than the instrumentals do. And that's perfect and infinite. But you get like very instrumental-heavy songs. Like, I think, Celestial, um, Equilibrium, or both kind of instrumentally heavy hell not Well, closer it's very instrumental i mean it's an instrumental closer um i think that's really what they lean into on i think if they kind of close that focus and kind of um lead more into the vocals because they've got talent to do it i think they could you know put out a more unique better project
0: yeah i don't really have too much to add um i say we move on to our february albums then we got four albums to talk about um and with me saying i'm disappointed by the suasion album in it being my favorite uh in the playlist i think that says a lot about these upcoming albums that we're going to talk about let's talk about delane and their new album dark waters Um, I don't expect any of you guys to really feel much towards this album. This is very much just symphonic metal and I know that's not something you guys love. Uh however, this album was the start of a new era for the band with a brand new vocalist in Diana and it started out with the lead single of The Quest and the Curse, which I really enjoyed as a song. Uh it had some sick riffs, uh it had unclean vocals from uh some of the guitarists in the band uh diana's vocals were fantastic i had a lot of high hopes for this um when by the time the full album comes out uh three other singles had dropped uh one of which being moth to a flame my second favorite single on here which feels similar to the quest and the curse just a little bit less grand no harsh vocals in moth to a flame but again similarly very cool riffs and fantastic vocals from diana However, the rest of the album falls really flat for me. Um, Hideaway Paradise is a fine opener, but I can, I kind of just feel very fine about every other song on the album, which is a little disappointing uh, because the singles did leave me to believe there would be more to digest here. Uh, the Quest and the Curse being the weed single while also being the only song on the album to feature unqueen vocals was definitely a little bit off-putting. I was expecting... More unclean vocals to make it used like a backing appearance somewhere on this album, and they never did, uh, which is part of why I loved The Quest and the Curse, is my favorite song on this album. Um, I will give credit to The Cold, probably my favorite non single on the album, has a very uh, atmospheric orchestral opening to the song that I really enjoy, but then it gets into that more generic symphonic metal sound that doesn't always work for me. There are exceptions that do work for me, but. This album doesn't fully do it for me. Um, The last point I really want to make here is uh, Underland, the closer to this album. It's just an underwhelming closer. And I think the biggest reason why is that it feels generic. It feels very much like the rest of the album and just that symphonic metal sound. But then it also has like a 45 second slow fade out that really just left me even more it left a bad aftertaste on the album when i was already underwhelmed and i'm glad that i gave this album a chance because there are definitely some songs like uh the quest and the curse and moth to a flame and even the cold i'm going to be taking away from this album pretty positively i was left disappointed uh did any of you guys have any thoughts on this album no, sir. I didn't, I didn't get to it. Yeah, I didn't figure. Yeah, I, I really just wanted to bring that album up, because I remembered we talked about The Quest and The Curse and had a decent discussion around that one and wanted to end off uh, the album cycle by talking about the album in full. That takes us to our next February album. Uh, a rather interesting album, at that. <laughs> uh, Shrezers have dropped their album Sex and Sax. Featuring songs like Mastophobia and Pevernhevub
1: <laughs> I think this is a lot different from Relationships although I haven't reviewed that album in a while yeah this feels like Almost less serious, I would say. Yes, and I think that honestly, with a name like shrezzers you should be not serious. So I think this yeah. is a step in the right direction.
4: <laughs> uh, and they they kind of had that with songs like um, Emoji Queen. True, you're right. You're um, yeah yeah. You're
1: you reminded me of that. Yeah,
4: this as a whole is is much i think more consistent as like a concept and is an overall better album. Yes. Um more like there, there's yeah, cuz there's some some relationships like uh Interact which is kind of this middle eastern kind of vibey type yes. of It's a great song but it doesn't really make any sense <laughs> on the album. That's one
1: of the ones I have saved actually. I that, you know actually that's something this is totally unrelated sorry but that yeah. time the Valuator song we reviewed for December Mm-hmm. That reminds me
4: mm-hmm. of
1: uh, that song. Anyways, let's go back. To-
4: I do not have a single problem with this album. Nothing. Yeah. I, I well, I know you were complaining about Pornhub with the V's.
2: Me? I no, know. I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't care about Pornhub.
4: What do you
2: mean? Stop You're trying to pronounce it.
4: No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. I'm pulling up the receipts, folks. Where is it no, at? No, he
1: said it was weird, I think, but I didn't complain I didn't say about it. I said the song was
4: weird. but I didn't
2: complain about it.
4: He said, quote, "Gosh, Pornhub by Shrezers is obnoxious early contender for the Coveted Solens Award." <laughs> Jesus. Okay.
3: Know? Maybe he didn't say. Pull
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, out the receipts. Man, I was right back then. Huh. Continue. <laughs> now, before you continue, I actually think I agree yeah. with Justin. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. I the suppo- is it's not a-, a good song.
1: It's not supposed to be. I don't think
4: that's what I'm saying, man. It's not yeah, supposed it's, to be. Supposed <laughs> when you to be. Got, like
2: that it's fucking good. talented vocalist Diego, it's- like he he does a suck- a, such a fucking good job at harmonizing. I I think. His potential is fucking listed on this album. Like wow. I was not, I was not pleased with this album. I I had I feel so like much totally got, I feel
1: like they're taking it too seriously, Derek. I feel like that's their problem.
2: Maybe we're ta- Maybe I'm
4: taking. Maybe too serious. <laughs> Insane. You can't look at it as a good album. It's not a bad album. I think it's a fantastic album because. It's not a good album. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't really know how else to put it.
0: <laughs> this is one of the albums of all time.
4: <laughs> yeah, right. I think that if nothing else, this might be the most wasted feature lineup I've ever seen in my life. Maybe mm-hmm. underutilized is a better term, but yeah. I, I think the only features that really shone here on Pornhub and UVB 76, they got the CJ feature down pat. When you get names like Lucas Magyar and Michael Barr that are some of the most talented vocalists in the scene that can do both cleans and uncleans, and you don't fully utilize both, it kind of makes me upset. I'm like, I'm seeing those features, and I'm like, you know what?
1: I I mean, they they worked, but I, you know, I would agree, but then we have like songs like Lost Between featuring Marcus Bridge and.
4: Yeah, 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 true, 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 true.
1: Yeah,
4: <laughs> Allow me to rephrase. I think that Lucas and Michael Barr's uh, clean vocals are way better than their uncleans, and I'm sad that we didn't get them. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. a better way to put it. Yeah. I, oh man. With that said, I think that on a song by song basis, this goes toe to toe with relationships and beats it out. And I really, because Diego's from Brazil, right? and He moved to Russia yeah. for this. Okay. You get songs. I think my favorite song in here by far is uh Temperatura. And yeah, it's not close. I don't agree with that. Yeah, it's not
0: close. Disrespect think, on uh... Phoenix.
2: Phoenix has been out for years. That's had a yeah. time. It's still
0: Schrezer's uh, best song, period.
4: My my point in uh... that is that you have like a song like uh Tabidachi that has uh, Japanese in it, and then you've got Temperatura and Jealousy that both have Spanish in it. And this this album is kind of like a, a collection of of languages and genres, and I think they make it work because Latin is sexy and Japanese has you know certain connotations to it at times that you can you can bring forth. I mean, what and is like what is the like translate to? I have no idea, but somebody started moaning a minute into it, and I'm like, yeah, this is a shizzer's album. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: This album's just like too all over the place for me to really enjoy it. So I guess that's my point: is that it being all over the
4: place actually makes it cohesive because it mm-hmm. fits into Shrezzer's motif with all the different languages yeah. and like, the sound bites and everything. It's it's almost uh, we just brought up Bill Murray kind of Bill Murray esque that it shouldn't work but it does. And I think that relationships didn't feel like an album; it felt like a, a collection of songs. To me, this feels more like a statement piece for Shrezzer's. <laughs> I think that this is done perfectly.
2: Why did I think it oh. would be anything different? The fucking opener is called
1: "Intro"
2: just in Japanese. <laughs> it's just, it's just called it's just "Intro." intro in in it's Japanese. just "Intro" in Japanese. <laughs> I love this
0: band, man. Look. I want to love this band, but just like I, I felt uh, I, there was a lack of emotion going through my body listening to this album. I was just, I just felt nothing listening to a majority of these songs. It was either nothing or disgust on Pornhub and enjoyment on Phoenix. (laughs) That sounds funny out of context. (laughs) I think I'm I'm somewhere between.
1: I feel like I'm. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I think I'm somewhere between Derek and Jake and Justin. Um... I think I'm closer to Derek, though i i i don't like love this album but i i enjoy it for what it is yeah
0: i don't think i'm capable of enjoying this album for what it is unfortunately
4: (laughs) to me this is like the equivalent of like post-ironic memes where they're just like a single letter on a deep fried image that like it's funny but it's so like Stupid that it's not funny, but then I like post irony Age translates back into being funny. That's I feel like they should have true.
1: You know, be good for stressors to do mm. is collab with like someone like Jared Alonji. They did collab with Jared Dines. Oh, did they?
4: Yeah, on Emoji Queen. Oh, right. They haven't done anything with
1: uh, Jerry but, Lange, but I th- yeah. I think Bill Murray need, would also be a good one, too. I
0: need Treasures yeah. and Eskimo Cowboy, or Electric Cowboy. That would be, be, be another cool phenomenal too. collab.
4: Yeah, I, bands that don't take themselves too seriously are just fantastic. And I think that the only complaints that I could possibly have with this album are that, like, oh, yeah, like it's kind of unserious. But that's their whole shtick. So... I just end up enjoying it all, especially with all the like the guitar work on here is phenomenal, and you know me and Sax. Like a guitar solo and saxophone, it's gonna stick with me. And relationships was a top ten album of twenty nineteen for me. It didn't hold up, unfortunately. I think that this is a step far and above what relationships was. In saying that, I don't think that this is gonna end up anywhere near my top ten. I it's,
1: I, it's just I a the paradox of
4: an album that <laughs> the sound isn't.
1: I Love it. I'm kind of in the same boat.
4: It's an enigma. I love it. I love this fucking album. Shows are fantastic. And is that an orgy on the cover? I just realized.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh. Let's <laughs> see this <best laughs> thing. fucking... <On brand. laughs> <On brand. laughs> Wait, how did you not notice that? No, I
4: just thought it was a bunch of people like behind a glass wall, like trying to get out. <laughs> I didn't realize what was going
1: on. <laughs> I'm face bopping right now.
4: And look. This, for better or for worse this band has an identity and relationships didn't stick with it every song on here I feel like has some sort of motif to it that fits into it and I think more people should be paying attention to Trezors I think there is something here for everybody and I like it I like it a lot mm. shout out Trezors for putting out the most unserious album of the year so far this usually shit's lap I'm behind it fully
0: let's move on then we got two more albums to talk about Let's talk about Awake at Last, who have released their sophomore album, The Balance.
3: This is Do and Die, and I have never found soul. Tell me why I feel so. Tell me why I feel so.
1: I really wish I liked this bit more. I remember yeah, seeing them live with Ice kills, and they're actually really good. But I've gone back and listened to that first album and now this one and i just i don't know it just feels like background noise to me i I really do want to like this album yeah, follow same. me on twitter i feel bad saying this <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> well see the problem is is that like this is just the change again
0: kind of yeah I'm, i, I I'm right would argue given. a bit worse though because the change at least had some standout songs like more than animals which had a great riff and chorus um the change itself the title track was really solid um i think paral they had a song called paralyzed so many bands have done a paralyzed song at this point so i don't uh, really remember but paralyzed was good this album it feels like it's lacking that star potential where it's like consistently fine (laughs) like this album doesn't do anything wrong But it also really doesn't feel like it has any highlights or standout moments the standout the standout moments that i can pick out like the opener lost i think has a really fantastic chorus and uh delivery to it um landmines was a standout dead to me uh dead to me is my favorite track on here but that was released as a single years ago at this point um divine intervention i also think is a really good track uh towards the back half of the album i kind of wish it was the closer but none of those songs that i just mentioned being my favorites really had any staying power with me, which is unfortunate
2: yeah i think my problem going to this album was i knew what my favorite awake at last song was and that was armageddon and they did an ep of that back in 2021 and that song was really, really fucking good, and no song on this album came even close to topping that. I presume, Derek, you have the same opinion.
4: I did not get a chance to listen to this, and so I was. You're not missing any the albums. I
2: don't
4: like, think you're too,
0: missing too much.
4: I'll see you know, somebody can tell me, but it sounds like it's, there's nothing to be sold on. Nah,
0: it's a very fine album. Like as I said, I don't think mm-hmm. this album really does anything wrong. It just doesn't do anything amazing either. There's definitely an audience for this. It's radio rock. It's post-hardcore sometimes. It's solid vocal delivery. But like how many other bands also do all of that and more that we listen to, right? So, I don't know. I want to be able to defend this band more than I am able to. But unfortunately, this album fell a little flat. Please
1: yeah. don't unfollow me on Twitter.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's take us to our last one.
0: Yeah, let's talk about Self Deception and their new album, You Are Only As Sick As Your Secrets. Your secrets flow, love is so cute. The follow-up to 2020 is Shapes, which barely missed my top 10 albums of the year, and was just in, like like top five,
2: I think? Top, th- top, top three, top three. Okay,
0: so yeah, we were both very high on Shapes. I don't think we have talked about this band since. Oh, and I'm they totally released not. a lot of singles for this album. Hmm. I remember Shapes.
4: You, like <laughs> you remember hating it. I remember some of the lyrics on that album. I I know what's going on.
0: (laughs) TikTok brace for impact still goes hard. You cannot convince me otherwise. And the rest of that album, in all honesty. Still bangs. Uh, But the singles leading into this album really did not do much for me. No. However, the songs that they did save for this album... Kinda bangers. I think... Two of the three best, well, I think the first three songs on this album are the three best songs, and Fight Fire with Gasoline was, uh, one of the singles. Uh, Holy Water and State of Elysium are the next best two songs on this album. State of Elysium featuring GG6, uh, aka Henrik of Amaranth, is my feature of the year so far, uh, probably to no one's surprise with how much I love Amaranth, but that song fucking bangs. Henrik sounds as good as ever on that song. I'm really gonna miss him in Amaranth. Just a sick breakdown. Uh he fits in so well on the song and just with like the fast pace that uh self-deception brings across this entire album and on that song specifically. The two vocal styles just really contrast each other great. Um Fight Fire with Gasoline is super high energy, very high tempo. Almost reminds me of Hip to Be Scared by Ice Nine Kills. In it has a very playful, like circus-like energy to it almost. Um Kinda panic at the disco-e too. Like, I don't I don't know if any of that even makes any sense, but Fight Fire with Gasoline is really fun, really energetic. I love the vocal delivery on uh the chorus of like burn it out, let me down with all my negativity or whatever. Um and then the Fight Fire with Gasoline delivery as well is incredible. Um Holy Water, solid opening track as well. Um I really don't have anything bad to say about those first three songs. Uh, And then we get to Eleven. And then the album is just entirely downhill from there, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, Eleven is a two-minute budget pop-punk song on this album for some reason. I don't get it. It's so out of place. It's not a good song. And it makes me feel nothing. Or worse, anger. And then it just leads into the rest of the album with Stockholm Hearts, which is fine. Haley's Lullaby, which is just your mid-album ballad type song. And then Psycho is there and Good Thing is there. Intoxicated Haze is there. The Fall is there. Legends is a fine closer. It's just the opening three songs on this album are night and day from the rest of this album. And I'm very upset about it. But at the same time, I'm very happy that it ended up that way because I had little faith going into this album knowing how little any of the singles made me feel other than fight fire with gasoline I was expecting to be way more disappointed in this album than I ended up being but I ended up getting two really solid songs and fight fire with gasoline as an incredible single um so I I'm a mixed bag on this album
2: yeah, I think a couple of these songs really just kind of fell off for me compared to the last album. Um, there's some standouts: Fire with Gasoline, um, yes. Stockholm Hearts, uh, Psycho for me. Um, everything else, i like i
0: I hate album, the like. the PSYCHO delivery in that song. It's just so off-putting to me.
2: I can see that. Um, everything else is kind of. I, didn't give too much attention to I, but I've maybe only listened to some like once or twice.
1: Jake, I've listened to "Fight Fire with Gasoline," and I want to raise you. Um, shit, what's the name of that song? It's a song by Cipher Sight, though. Icon's Crown.
0: That that's a good callback. God, I haven't heard that song in years, but that's a good callback actually.
1: Which is X Ice Nine Kills, I guess, but. <laughs> yeah but it sounds i I, like immediately reminded of that song when i listened to it
0: i'll take it i'll take it uh derek i need you to listen to state of elysium whether that's now or by the end of this year i need you to listen to that song
4: in fact, I have three songs that I need to listen to, so I'm going to take that one, and I'm going to take the new Dying Wish song, and I'm going to take Day by Day by A Foreign Affair, and I'm going to throw them all into a playlist together. And we're gonna. How about,
1: back. <laughs> How about the Devil Wears Prada on the Excision song? Oh
0: yeah, that shit is phenomenal. <laughs>
1: I haven't heard it yet. I, fo- oh. I forgot.
0: We'll, we'll be talking top about top that song. one. Uh, we'll be talking about that one later on but i think that wraps up our combined january and february recap we did it under three hours good job gang
2: that is impressive i'm impressed i thought we would at least crack three hours yeah i thought so too
0: yeah we're at the like two hour 40 minute mark roughly right now um do we want to give some shout outs to songs that we cut for the combined playlist that we would have talked about in uh an alternate universe where we didn't have to combine them Gosh, what the fuck it's did I exactly. get? I remember this uh, one.
1: I wanted to highlight um, Love From the Other Side by Fallout Boy. Boy.
2: Um, we'll be
0: talking about that album in full. Yes. Oh, um,
2: the band um, From Inside came back with a new vocalist. They, they dropped a single in January. Um, it didn't stick with me, so I didn't throw it in this, but I thought I would throw that out. Um, Apparently they were going to drop a single like every month or so. So I'll probably be talking about them at a future point. Um, But they dropped two singles over the course of January and February. Neither of them really stuck too far with me, but the vocalist is good. I I think you
0: guys should go check them out and maybe we'll talk about them later this year. I have two songs that I want to shout out that it pained me to weave them out. Uh, The first one being sixth wonder and their song, a small little band from the UK They have three songs out. Um, Saboteur is absolutely incredible, punching well above the numbers that they currently have as a band. Uh, Female-fronted post-hardcore slash metalcore band fits right on brand with me. Uh, The other one I want to mention, alongside Derek, I think you'll be happy about me mentioning this one, Charlotte Sands and her song All Right. Mm. And specifically the live performance of that song uh, with the added guitar solo is just an emotional gut punch.
1: Uh, I also got two other songs that we'll be reviewing albums of next month. But uh, "Thirst for Violence" by Nothing Nowhere and "Sing to the Grave" by Chelsea Grin. Both songs that have been replayed pretty much since they came out for me.
0: We'll be discussing a lot of the a lot of these songs that we ended up cutting out for this combined episode of stuff we'll be talking about in our March recap uh, when we discussed mm, the full yeah. albums, just because of the nature of how far delayed we were with uh, Derek's internet being MIA and Fuck you, a lot of albums coming out. Um, I also had to leave out uh, the two new songs from Ad Infinitum in our, from this episode, um, which we'll be talking about those in uh, next month's recap as well. Um, I think the last song that I want to shout out uh, would be... Uh, uh grandson who came back released a song eulogy um his first single uh i i don't know if it's his first single in a while um uh if we just did february by itself i would have loved to talk about it but uh had to make the cut for this combined episode um i'm sure we'd be talking about that song at a later date anyway but just want to give a shout out while we got a little bit of extra time at the end of this episode if you're looking for more stuff to check out from these first two months. there um, yeah, go. there's a few suggestions. But with that, uh, thank you for listening to our first episode for 2023. We really appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow us on social media at HiveMindRadio underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Help us get to 100 subscribers. Uh, hit, hit the triple digits. Follow us on Spotify and whatever other podcast platform you might be listening to this on. Uh we appreciate all the support as always and we are excited to be back for the new year uh talking about all of our favorite music from this month.
2: Let's go. We'll probably have um merch recap here soon and then we'll be back on track for uh, an episode a month. Yep. So we have lots
1: coming.
0: Yes. We have not been entirely dormant. We haven't been able to record episodes but we have been planning some stuff. So we
2: we have been clawing at the doors. Of
0: Comcast just letting us in. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. Thank you for listening. Uh, this has been our January and February recap. We will see you for our March recap. Very Have a soon. Good one, guys. Have a good one.
1: Bye. See ya.